Here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, episode 61, the greatest podcast in the history of mankind. Thank you for joining us. We did it. Hooray. Made it to 61. We are the best people on earth, you and I. It's a team effort. Thank you for joining me tonight. I hope you guys had a fucking good weekend. I can't complain about mine. Got a good show for you tonight. I have a short show, but a good show. Tonight we're going to talk about uh, Civil War. Apparently Civil War is coming, which uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not, because I've never, ever mentioned it before, but I live in an all-black neighborhood, so if Civil War happens, I'm fucked. So I just want to let my neighbors know that I'm not with these assholes. Please don't murder me first. I'm on your side. And we're going to talk about Richard Dawkins. He's dead to me. God damn it, Richard Dawkins. It's not we lay to rest. Another one of my fucking heroes. What you gonna do? Sucks ass, but uh, has to be done. It's like they say in Batman, right? Uh, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. See, that's my thing. I'm just gonna become a villain first. And be a villain my whole life. But kind of be like a villain that you kind of love. Kind of like a professional wrestler that's a bad guy, but you kind of like to root for him because he's awesome. Yeah, then no one's ever surprised when I live at an old age and become a villain in my old age. Because I was already that, you know? Who gives a shit, right? Anywho, as always, you want to support the show, please consider supporting me on Patreon.com. We're down to $680. Apparently, we've lost money this week. We've lost money the last two shows. I don't know, dudes. No, I am a little bit disappointed. The show is not more popular, is not growing in the last seven months. But what you going to do? I'm sure it's my fault. Not going to worry about it. Continue to plug away at it. It'll be fine, I'm sure. Whatever. And uh, as always, best way to support the show, Super Chats, lifeblood of the show. No questions dodged. Every question answered. You guys know how this works. Little dollar sign down at the bottom of chat. Click on it. You can ask me any question. I will read every single one of the Super Chats. Stump the band, embarrass me, ask me something I don't know, or shill whatever you want to shill. It's all good. Got a couple already. And Aspitch says, hey, Dusty, I'm still working on the screenshots for you. Well, it's too late now, and Aspitch. The show's not started. Got a bunch on the Civil War and some about creepy Stephen Miller. What a bunch of chuds. Agreed. Guess I just have to roll what I got, but I appreciate that. Thanks for the $5. Give me another $2. Say, looking forward to the show. Love you, Dusty. I love you, and Aspitch. So much. Uh, the Shadow Bee said, Dusty, you promised Nips last time we reached 300 likes, and we did. You haven't delivered yet. So, you better show your Nips soon, but only if you're comfortable and consent, of course. And I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to show you guys my Nips because I have not exercised regularly. I mean, I exercise a little bit, but, like, I'm not in good shape, and I'm not going to show you my fat-ass man titties. But I will show you, like, back when I was doing the Logic Diet. Yeah. I, like, can pull my fat down on the bottom of my belly, and you can see a little bit of Stomach muscle, and you can see my nipples, and yeah, look at that. I'm definitely not covering up my fat rolls here and pushing them down so you can't see them. You guys don't see through what I'm doing at all. I'm sneaky as fuck, and uh, yeah. So nipples, nipples, I was working out. Nice little bicep shot, and uh, before and after, I'm like in worse shape than this now. So like I'm the before, after, and then worse after now. God damn it. But it's all good. Got a little, little loose skin here. Because, like, I was fat as fuck. That's what happens when you're fat as fuck. That's why you should never get fat as fuck if you can help it. Because uh, that skin don't go back the way it was, unfortunately. I wish it did. It sucks. And, uh, anyway. So, now you've seen my nipples. Hope you're satisfied. But at the same time, every single one of you should take the time out right now to like the video. Fucking like this video, goddammit. Why are you not liking the video already? You should have already fucking done it. What's wrong with you? But it helps me out. And I hope you guys will help me, like... Get the show growing a little bit, and liking the video and leaving comments really helps and shit and whatnot. 
So we start the show. Let me look at the chat. What you guys had to say in the chat. Sneaky Dusty Smith. I am so fucking sneaky as fuck. And Dusty delivers. Dusty always delivers. I'm like the mailman, right? Except better, because I actually deliver, and the mailman doesn't actually deliver mail to my house, which is a totally different fucking story. Uh, sexy man, I know, ain't I? Fuck yeah, side boob. Love me some side boobs. Topless Tuesday. It's not even Tuesday, dude. It's Monday. I know better than fucking that. Uh, I will be dead by suicide before the war. Well, don't kill yourself. Trust me, if there's a fucking civil war, it's gonna be fine. The chuds will get beaten down, and we ain't gotta really worry about it too much. Um... Do those nips come off? I wish. If I could exchange them. I'm not attached to this body at all, man. I'm waiting for transhumanism. Where I can, like, pop my fucking brain out, put it in a better goddamn body. But, of course, uh, I want this face still, because this face fucking rocks, dude. Would hate to lose this face. But, uh, anyway. Nice nips and no salami slices like some others. Uh, you mean big giant nips? No, I don't have big giant nips. Mr. Mikator is live streaming, Dusty? I don't give a fuck about that, dude. So why the fuck would I care? It's Tuesday here. Okay, you must be in the fucking future. What are you, a goddamn Aussie? I hate Aussies. You goddamn time travelers. Fuck y'all. Okay. Well, I guess we're going to start out the show. We're going to talk about fucking Trump. Guys, been paying attention to what the fuck's going on. What in the hell? That is not what I wanted. Go to 61, motherfucker. We're on show 61 now. So anyway, uh, apparently Trump and his lawyers have been tweeting trying to foment a civil war, which is not terrifying in any way whatsoever. First of all, you had Rudy Giuliani, Trump's personal lawyer. He's like, I appeal to the honest and fair-minded Democrats to realize that equal treatment under the law is necessary for domestic tranquility. And what he's saying here is like, yeah, do what we want you to do or there's going to be violence. If you want the public to remain tranquil and peaceful, better fucking do what we say and uh, I guess impeach Joe Biden who, to my knowledge, is not in office, so I don't know exactly what they're... I know what they're talking about. They're just trying to scare people and threaten them. But anyway, so he started out with that bullshit, and then Trump followed up by saying, if the Democrats are unsuccessful in removing the president from office, which they never will be, it will cause a civil war-like fracture in this nation from which our country will never heal, Pastor Robert Jeffries. And we know exactly what he's saying. Like, obviously, the way he wrote, worded this is just to give him plausible deniability. He's like, I didn't say it was going to cause a civil war. I said it was going to cause a civil war like fracture. But he knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. He knows he's trying to threaten the nation with violence and uh, an uprising in order to scare people, right? And he also has to know by the fact that the last fucking shooter that killed, how many people did they kill, uh, who was on their Facebook writing out Trump and his guns, uh, so many of these fucking mass shooter white supremacist terrorists are following Trump's words and his plans. And um, while I don't believe there's actually going to be a civil war, of course not. That's stupid. What will happen is the crazies, I don't want to be uh, an ableist here, but you know what I'm saying. The, the very low level fringes of his cult-like base are going to use his words to go out there and cause violence. And when they do, he's going to say, I ain't made for them to cause violence or anything. But yeah, he did. We have a president that's outright trying to cause violence against other Americans, trying to get other Americans murdered in this country. It's just crazy, folks. And then the conservatives, they just don't give a fuck. It's like, eh, who cares? Who cares if he's trying to foment insurrection in the country? It don't matter. But uh, it, what happened is exactly what you would expect happens. Um... First of all, uh, here's Josh Marshall. He says, 
completely correctly. So today, Trump threatened a whistleblower, accused one of more of his top national security aides of being spies, demanded a House chair be interrogated on suspicion of treason, and threatened to foment a civil war if he is removed from office. It's exactly what happened. It's crazy times we live in, folks. Like, even if he wasn't eligible to be impeached before, how the fuck is he not eligible to impeach now? This is like further proof this motherfucker needs to be out of there before uh, he gets good, uh, law-abiding, innocent Americans killed. And Cody Johnson, who is my full-on gay love crush, says, if nobody takes out whoever accused me of crimes, we'll do a civil war. And that's exactly what he's threatening, folks. Cody's right once again. Fuck you, Cody, for always being right. God damn it. Makes me so mad. But it's a reminder uh, that Trump is getting his talking points, not only from Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh has been talking about a uh, a quiet civil war on his show, which is where Trump is pulling his uh, talking points from. But he's also pulling them from Roger Stone. You guys know who Roger Stone disgraced Trump ally, a longtime evil political agent, Roger Stone who uh, said this back in 2017, right after Trump got in office. Let's have a listen. You lost. Try to impeach him. Just try it. You will have a spasm of violence in this country, an insurrection like you've never seen. You think? No question. You think if he got impeached, like the, the, the country Both would go Both sides down? are heavily armed, my friend. Yes, absolutely. The, this is not 1974. They, the, the people will not stand for impeachment. A politician who votes for it would be endangering their own life. So basically, this is terrorism. They're trying to scare you into not going against Trump. They're trying to make the country afraid, right? And, and then so that when the violence happens, they can blame it on Democrats. But it's them. They're trying to literally incite violence on their crazy followers to go out and do this shit, right? And so exactly what the fuck you thought would happen did happen. Trump supporters are out there after he said what he said. And they're basically saying, yep, we're ready to kill other Americans. They're basically using Twitter to make terroristic threats about murdering their fellow Americans. And Twitter doesn't seem to be doing anything about it. What, where you at, Twitter? What's up, dudes? What the fuck? Let's have a look here. Uh, and there are so many examples out of this. I'm going to show just a couple of them. But holy shit, man, there were so many examples. This particular account said, What will you do if Congress impeaches Trump and shoves him out of office? And Stephen P. Moore says, Civil War II immediately. Yep. Stephen P. Moore, NRA, MAGA, Trump, Pence, 2020. Happily married over 25 years. Your wife is so lucky. No porn, please. Oh, my God. Fuck porn, right? Civil War is cool. Murdering my fellow Americans, cool as shit. But blowjobs, fuck that shit. No dating inquiries, please. Love our president. Oh, fuck, man. God damn it. I was totally going to ask this dude out. What a fucking catch this motherfucker is. Tired of snowflakes, says the guy who's going to cause a civil war and murder his fellow Americans if the president he likes gets impeached. Definitely not a snowflake, is he? Joy says, that's a loaded question. And Jay Duffy says, locked and loaded. Yeah, it is. We gonna murder everybody, y'all. America! And Misty Kachko says, I will defend my country against who? I mean, there's checks and balances that they legally impeach the president. Who are you defending your country again? Uh, your other Americans, right? They're gonna kill us. That's what they're saying on Twitter, folks. They're gonna murder us. Not terrifying at all, but that's not all, folks. Let's have a look at a few other ones. What will you do, awake MAGA? I will take up arms. Yeah, that's right. Gonna take up arms against my fellow Americans, brother versus brother. Gonna be just like old-timey Civil War. 
And Casey Maga says, Civil War! The Patriots against the Deep State! And I guess I'm part of the Deep State. I didn't realize that. Wish I got my fucking Deep State checks, because I think Trump should be fucking impeached immediately. So I guess Casey Maga CAG 2020 gonna kill my ass. And apparently she's a conservative mom whose Maga wants you to give her a follow. Twitter took down my last account for calling Antifa terrorists, huh? Wonder why Twitter took down your last account. It's not like you're threatening to murder people in a civil war or anything. You seem rational and stable to me, don't you? Nope. And uh, Ticket 201 says, Me and my homies would have been stacking bodies by now. Defend the second, hell yeah. You impeach Trump, me and my homies gonna go out and murder everybody. Just prepare, Democrats. You all gonna die. Don't fuck with my president. He's my president. Oh, we got even more, folks. God damn it, Dusty. You wanted you shut that shit down. It's not like this is your first fucking show. Here we got, um, Christy. She's like, I hit the wrong button. I'm gonna take up arms. And, uh, she's a Trump supporter since day one. Hell yeah, she's been there for the long call. That's why she's so violent and angry, apparently. Just as you would expect. Maggot, Trump 2020. I'm a mom, wife, and a caregiver for U.S. veterans. Well, your children must be very proud, and that is fucking terrifying. Apparently, this proud mom is going to murder fellow Americans if her president gets impeached. Not amazing. Suboptimal, folks. Suboptimal. And Javastan5 says, already locked, loaded, and ready. All right. Guess he's ready to kill us all. Good to know. And Paul says, American Revolution 2020. Hell yeah. Going to be just like the old days where we kill you all for no reason, I guess. Whew. And, uh... Mike's Life says, The Tree of Liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. It is natural as manure. Hell yeah. You impeach my president. We gonna water our trees with blood, apparently. Because that's a totally sane and reasonable thing to say, ain't it? And uh, Mr. Cooper said, I got a gun. We gonna murder you. You all dead. Mr. Cooper, what's wrong with you? I used to watch your show back in the 80s. It sucked, but I didn't expect you to be a murderer. I am very disappointed in you, Mr. Cooper. And uh, got a couple more. Even trained members of the military are getting in on this shit. This is uh, his response to Trump saying, uh, if the Democrats are successful to remove the president from office, which they never will be, it will cause a civil war. And he's like, true, the not Democrat party better realize they are now the authoritarian socialist party and their anti-American, anti-democratic actions to achieve and maintain unchallenged power is pushing this country to the brink. That's right, folks. It's the Democrats pushing us to a civil war. It's not these fucking insane military members that were highly trained to murder people, threatening to murder people that are pushing people to civil war. And uh, yeah, this is Joseph Meyer. He's a LTC, retired U.S. Army Airborne Ranger Infantry Officer and Foreign Area Officer. He had a PhD, ABD, briefs wide audience on Islamic Jihad-based terrorism and organizations. And, uh, spoiler alert, you're a terrorist, motherfucker! You're literally threatening terrorism on the country right now, which makes you just about as bad as the goddamn Islamic Jihadists that you speak out against. Fucking hypocrite. And, uh, Raccoonin, he says, yes, there will be a civil war, Trump. It will cause a civil war. You're right, it certainly would. And the right side would win this time. The right side would win this time. Oh my god. Not so at all. In my opinion, it's just my opinion. I think the right side won the first time. You know, pretty good not having slavery, in my humble opinion. But, you know, 
raccoon and disagrees with me, and I guess, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion, right? It's just a difference of opinion, bro. Why do you hate free speech? Don't know. I guess it's because I'm a beta cuck and raccoon. And I do not pander and I do not care. It seems like you care a little bit. You're like threatening to murder folks. That's like the maximum amount of caring in my observation. The blood I bleed is blue. Well, when you start a civil war, the blood you bleed is going to be red, motherfucker. Yeah, you're going to be dead, in my opinion. Blue lives matter. Apparently he's a cop fanatic, which is amazing. Um, find us on Zill. Trump 2020. Oh, and Bitcoin forever. Good luck with all that. And uh, here's Carlos Rosario. It will cause a civil war. They will get a war. The libs are playing with fire. Imagine being a Mexican or a Latino or whatever the hell this guy is and uh, supporting Trump's civil war. Pretty sure you're on the wrong side of that, dude. Just saying. You might want to do a little research, in my opinion. And uh, the truth hurts, says... His account, of course, is Trump always, too, because Trump always won, and Trump always was, of course, taken. I would gladly lay down my life to protect you and this country. Oh, my God, what a bootlicker. I ain't fucking laying down my life for just about anybody. Fuck that shit. I enjoy living, much less goddamn Donald Trump. You really gonna lay down your life for orange man bad Donald Trump? Hell no. Nah, what's wrong with you? Together, we are an unstoppable force capable of awakening if needed. I think you're pretty stoppable, to be honest with you. I don't think you guys have any chance whatsoever. If a civil war is what they want, then, uh, it's then with an E-N, but anyway. A civil war is what they'll get. Uh, we don't want a civil war. You guys don't want to talk about civil war. What the fuck? I love how they're blaming us for wanting a civil war when it's them clearly talking about causing a civil war and killing folks. Like, what the fuck, dudes? Is it me? Or is it them? It's them, right? Yeah. And the truth hurts. Telling you the hard facts regardless if it hurts your feelings or not. It bluntly offends you. I don't really care. But like I said, once again, it seems like you guys care because you're using Twitter to spread terroristic messages about murdering folks. So... Seems like a, a little bit of caring, in, in my opinion. And, uh, so pretty fucking terrifying, and they're even on Facebook doing this shit, too, and Aspect sent me this. I see a civil war coming, and I'm ready to fight and defend this president and this great Republican country. And Brandon Jitka says, me too. This had 291 likes, folks. Holy shit. This is, I think this is on Fox News. The Fox News forums are outright spreading terrorism and uh, threats of violence and death. So uh, when it happens, we know who to blame. And uh, I'm with you. It's coming soon. Lock and load. Count me in. Yeah, we gonna murder everybody. Gonna be a part of Civil War party across the USA. We gonna murder everybody. Uh, doubt. I just think you're a bunch of fucking tough guys. And of course, uh, Twitter has taken to mocking these people. There's a hashtag called Civil War 2 and Civil War Sign Up where they're doing things like this. They're doing like a Civil War reenactment of what modern day Civil War soldiers would say if they're writing letters back home. My dearest Annabelle, we have taken the Westfield Mall and now en route to Facebook presence. Battle on the Golden Gate Bridge featuring Pitbull. Please send rations as nothing here is vegan. Yep. All right, that's pretty, That's not what they're going to say, though, right? I guess that would be what the liberal side says. Uh, I don't think the Republican side gives a shit about veganism or, or any of that. But anyway, love that hashtag. Guys, need to check that out. There's some funny responses out there. Not going to read them out. Dear Senebo, I do miss 
moving on you like a bitch. <laughs> Our troops are in disarray. The president we so eagerly defended is a cabbage head. He has all had no cattle. We are out of Kofifi. <laughs> I fear I've made a grave mistake. Yeah, you think? No shit. And the prison Paul's in on it. Remember when the left hyperventilated about Trump threatening riots? If he lost the election, they proceeded to riot themselves when Hillary lost the election? I don't remember that. Well, here we are again. What are you talking about? It's not the left threatening to riot or it's fucking the right do it. What are you talking about, Paul Joseph? What? He got a million followers, makes $500,000 a year, folks. Be depressed. You should be. And uh, ALC jumping on it, calling this shit out just like she fucking could, should. I love this chick. I'm sorry. I love this fine young woman. She can call her a chick because that is uh, sexist of me. I truly can think of few things less patriotic, more cowardly, and plainly pathetic plus reckless than amplifying calls for civil war within your own country. This president has never been interested in leading. He's interested in consolidating power with a cult of personality. This is, he's a fascist. This is what fascism is, folks. It's when you don't, when, when you have first uh, ultranationalism, which is exactly what the Republicans, conservatives, and Trumps do, right? And they're ultranationalists. Uh, proudly ultra-nationalist. And then you have a strong dictator-like leader or somebody who doesn't respect the checks and balances. Uh, somebody who will threaten violence if he's uh, held accountable to the basic checks and balances of government, which is exactly what we have now, right? Fascism. This is what fascism is, folks. This is why people are fighting out against it. And you should too. You should be scared, folks. And goddamn Newt Gingrich, man. These people, they, they play by a different set of rules. And this is why it's so hard to beat these guys, because they don't fucking give a shit. This is a guy, well, well first, let's just hear what he had to say, and then I'll, then I'll, I'll shit talk him a little bit. So there's, there's a couple of things going to take place, and you just tell me uh, how damaged you think it could be. When Pompeo gets subpoenaed, when Rudy gets subpoenaed, when they start asking for the Vladimir Putin conversation, when all this stuff goes behind closed doors in front and center, uh, not only will this swamp all 2020 uh, nominees, but it could swamp the president. If you're the president, are you? how concerned are you? Well, look, I, I don't think he's particularly concerned about uh, actually being impeached and convicted. I don't think that's going to happen. But what, what you're watching uh, is a legislative coup d'etat. This is not an impeachment. And we ought, to, we ought to quit talking about it as though it was an impeachment. I mean, Pelosi and every Democrat knows they're going to vote to get rid of Donald Trump. They wanted to get rid of Donald Trump on election night. They tried for two years to get rid of Donald Trump using the Russian deal. And when that collapsed on them and they looked like they were stupid when Mueller reported, they had to find a new gimmick. This is the new gimmick. But this has nothing. Impeachment is about whether or not something happened of sufficient weight that the president should be taken out of office. This has nothing to do with that. This is a rush to judgment by left-wing Democrats who are engaged in literally a coup d'etat. Their goal is to drive the president of the United States out of office because they hate him. Now, I don't think partisan hatred uh, comes under high crimes and misdemeanors, and I think it tells you how sick the Democrats are that they're prepared to stake so much. And people like Adam Schiff, who are just plain liars, I mean, there's, there's no grounds for Schiff. If you look at him, the stuff he does. And this is a guy who literally led the impeachment against Bill Clinton over a blowjob. They play by a totally different set of rules, and, it, and lefties have to start playing by a different set of rules, I think. You know, it, it, it seems shitty. Well, I say that, but the Republicans lie, and I don't think our side should lie. We, don't, we shouldn't be dishonest, but it's so hard to win against people who don't 
follow the same set of morals that you do, who don't believe in the same set of right and wrong as you do. So I don't really know what the answer to this is, but um, just to give you another example about how they have a different set of rules for, for their side than they do our side, this, this is a, a brilliant example of it. Here's uh, Janine, Judge Janino, Fox News, uh, from three days before the 2016 election. This is what she had to say. Listen to this shit. We cannot have a country led by a president subject to ongoing criminal investigations, potential indictments, and never-ending hearings. We cannot have a president under that level of scrutiny that inevitably leads to even more questions and more investigations. And irrespective of what happens to her, whether she's indicted or even guilty, it doesn't matter. Her guilt is a moot point. She cannot take the Oval Office. Now, in any other business, when the head of a corporation is plagued by scandal, that person steps down and is replaced because the board knows a business cannot succeed without respect and authority. How do you think the world is going to look at the United States when a woman under federal criminal investigation who's lied repeatedly to the American people is elected? Do you think they'll take her at her word? Oh, God, folks. Don't kill yourself. I know this makes you want to kill yourself because it's so ridiculous how hypocritical they are. How they have different sets of rules for their own side than the other side. But, uh, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful illustration of that right here. And, uh, so what do you guys have to say about that? You guys ready for the fucking Civil War? We're going to throw down, or are you not worried about it at all? Like, I'm not. Obviously, this is a joke. But but I, I, clearly, what's going to happen here is there's going to be crazies that go out and commit violence over this. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see this any day now. Especially if Trump is impeached. There would definitely be a small subset of uh, violent right-wingers who got murdered, innocent Americans. And uh, create terrorism, and that's exactly what they want to happen. And this is the people that are leading our fucking country, folks. God damn it! I tried to fight it. We tried to fight it. We failed miserably. Sucks. And uh, his wife has serious disease, and he cheated on her. Okay. I guess you're talking about uh, Bill Clinton. I'm no fan of Bill Clinton. No real fan of uh, Hillary Clinton either. Although obviously she would have been a much better president than Trump in every way humanly possible. Uh, Dusty, you should get an Amino account. That's the next big up-and-coming social media platform. I don't have much on it, but getting followers is easy. Uh, no, thanks. I'm good. Different set of rules and different standards. I know. It's crazy. Crazy how Dusty was too right-wing and I unsubbed. Then he appeared to be gearing towards being more bipartisan, so I came back. Now he's falling off the left edge and I have to unsub again. Ooh, fuck off, man. It's all good. Everybody has a right to their opinion and you have a right to yours. If I'm not entertaining you, you definitely shouldn't hang around. I respect your opinion. Uh, yeah, look who's talking, New Gingrich. I'm not right. Depressing. Irrespective, grammar fail, yo, I know. They're not, they're not all that good with grandma. Even, I can't talk. Their grammar is not amazing either. I caught the dusty. Nobody waged a civil war when Clinton lost. New Gingrich is such a loser. I know, but like I said, they don't care and their side doesn't care. We already know this. It's all about tribalism right they believe that their god put their side in charge they believe that they're you know supernaturally uh responsible for the world and, and guided by you know the all-powerful god and there's nothing you can do to change your mind on that so it's uh, it's dangerous and scary for sure 
Two-thirds of the military voted for Trump. I know, right? Hopefully that if he gets impeached, though, they won't side with him and they'll actually, you know, m- most of them, I imagine, will, will follow the chain of command and, and not riot or anything or not murder American citizens. But, you know, if a small amount of them do, we will put them down. Dusty is not as smart as you, Johnny. I know I ain't as smart as nobody. I'm dumb. Why can't Dusty just agree with all of my opinions? Is that too much to ask? Apparently. All right, let's read Super Chats. Life love the show, Super Chats. Super Chats have been down about uh, 75%. So I think I'm going to have to, like, I don't know. I'm going to have to work on doing something. I'll figure it out. Um, thoughts on O.J. Simpson? Uh, he guilty. Obviously, O.J. is a horrible human being. He murdered folks and uh, should not be supported. But he has, like, what, 100,000 subscribers on Twitter now? People follow that motherfucker all over the place. So, you know. Just shows you how silly the concept of cancel culture is when even OJ is not fucking canceled. Cringe as fuck. Uh, hey, Dusty. The man. Hey. Once again, Supreme Being, I can't be the man if you're the man. There can only be one. It's like Highlander and shit. There can be only one. And Asher Scott says, when you gonna go vegan, though? I'm trying, dudes. At least I'm a vegetarian. Like, the only thing that I really eat that's not vegan is uh, cheese and mayonnaise. And I know there's vegan mayonnaise. I'll work, I'll work on it. I'll work. I, I'm headed that direction, folks. I'm making good progress. Just give me a break. And, uh, Basty Dragon, $5, says, For the kiddies, in memory of my munchkins, K Kitty, who passed away this week. And, oh, shit, I'm sorry to hear that, Basty Dragon. I will definitely uh, hug a kitty tonight in your kitty's honor. I definitely appreciate that. C. Bishop, $5. It's kind of funny that Trump supporters call you old. Also, if you're a vegetarian and no one's around to hear it, are you really a vegetarian? That's true. Like that joke that non-vegetarians always tell. How do you know if somebody's a vegetarian? Just wait 30 seconds and they'll tell you. And I don't ever fucking talk about it, even though I'm totally a vegetarian. And I was actually proud. Uh, I've been eating vegetarian for about like six months now. And uh, I haven't been pressuring Kelsey at all, though, because I don't do that. Like, I go to Burger King and I'll get me an Impossible Whopper. And if she wants chicken nuggets, I get her chicken nuggets, you know, I, it, I can only make the decision for myself. I, I can't make it for other people, and it's not my uh, position to thrust my beliefs and feelings on others like that. So I haven't been, like, pressuring her or anything. But the other day, she's like, hey, I want to get an Impossible Whopper like you. And she's decided to eat vegetarian now because I've been a good influence on her. Not pressured or anything, just out of the blue. So I'm proud to see that. Hopefully, I can be an inspiration to more of you guys to at least replace meat every once in a while in your, in your meals because it definitely helps. So thank you for that. Uh, the Supreme King, I need these shows. Extreme liberals have been driving crazy lately, but watching this reminds me of the right is 100x worse. I know, right? Um, I, I'm going to keep trying to do these shows. A part of me is, is thinking about doing the show a different way, but uh, like I, I was thinking about doing the show almost like Tim Pool's does, does his shows. Instead of doing a long show, just break it down into, into small videos and whatnot. But if I do that and don't do it live, then I don't get the super chats. And since my channel is demonetized, I can't afford to do that. So it's just a fucking bad situation all the way around. So I don't know what I'm going to do yet. We'll work it out, though. Uh, Rex Garber, $1.99. Thank you that very much for that. And here you go. Sign on, $2. Civil wars haven't gone well for the right before. Yeah, I heard that. But uh, I think Trump just wants a civil war because he knows that we put up monuments of the losers and celebrate them. So uh, he wants some big-ass monument of his face for the rest of eternity. 200 years from now, we're going to have monuments of Donald Trump. The brave Donald Trump fought for the American way of life. It'll be all around the fucking courthouses in the South, I guess. In 100 years, and there would be people trying to pull that shit down. They'd be like, why are you trying to erase our history? Shut the fuck up. 
Uh, ben Davis going to be $10. Trump will become a martyr to his base of impeachment. They won't ever let it go. They're still fighting the actual civil war, but it won't be a civil war. They're just too comfortable with status quo. I mean, obviously, they're not going to They're not gonna have a civil war. We know that's not going to happen. Um, but yes, some of them, a small amount of them, will cause violence and murder people, and, and that'll be horrible. And then when it happens, they'll blame the left for it. See what you did, left? You made us kill you all. Nope. No, we didn't. You're a fucking terrorist. You're violent, horrible, evil human beings. And uh, Breaking Bat 094 gave me a dollar ninety-nine, and then another ninety-nine. It says for the dogs, cats, keep it up. I will appreciate that. Breaking Bat 094, love you. See Bishop Davis two dollars. That Twitter guy had BLDM. Black lives don't matter. I didn't even see that, but I'm not surprised. You know, is anybody surprised that Trump has a giant base of just straight, flat-out racists? Of course we're not. We know exactly who his base is. Now, is everybody that follows Donald Trump a racist? Not everybody, but. Is 99% of racist Donald Trump followers? Yes. Yes, they are. So, uh, Supreme King. Trump should be should have been impeached since the zero-tolerance policy. I mean, there's so many reasons to impeach this guy, right? Uh, the Monuments Clause, the siding with Russia, the covering up for Saudi Arabia murdering, murdering American journalists. Just there, There's so many examples. Lying to the American public about his affairs. Just everything, right? Uh, apparently, what he's doing now is he's having conversations with world leaders, and then he is uh, classifying the conversations he has as top secret, so nobody can see what he's saying to these world leaders, which is, you know, total violation of his office, in my opinion. That That is an impeachable offense to me. But so many reasons to get rid of this guy. And Austin Adams, $5. Thank you for that. Parker Aguirre, $2. Keep it up, Dusty. Love the content. Love you, Parker Aguirre. Thank you much. Uh, Brad Hallman gave me $20. Hey, Brad, that's very, very generous. I appreciate that. I would impeach Trump for the simple fact that he can't put together a complete sentence. I know, man, right? I have a goddamn ninth education from Mississippi, which has the lowest education in the country, and I could put a fucking sentence together better than this motherfucker, and he the president. How is that even possible? I shouldn't be anywhere near the presidency. You know, there should be somebody out there that's way more qualified than I am, but at least I can fucking talk, motherfuckers. Gotta give Dusty that. Dusty can run his fucking mouth. This is for your good work rescuing cats and dogs. Thank you, Patrick Butler. I really appreciate that. We've been walking the dogs a lot more lately. Um, it's been too hot. It's been like 115 degrees, and they don't even want to go out there, but lately it's cooled off a little bit. So I've been walking the dogs more every night, and our neighbors are freaked out because we got big dogs. They're always like, holy shit, those are some big dogs. And I was like, yep, don't rob me. Get your nuts bitten off by my dogs. Anyway, thank you for all that. I appreciate that. And more Super Chats, please, if you want to. If not, that's cool, too. I'll spray the regular chat, Super Chats. Dems are the other wing of the same bird. False. That's a false equivalence. Now, are Dems bad in ways? Hells yes. Are Dems corporate in a lot of ways? Yes. Do Dems want to continue the status quo a lot of ways? Yes. Are they in any way comparable to the Republicans? Fuck no. Absolutely not. Anybody who tries to spread this bullshit is a lying fuck that you shouldn't listen to. An uneducated lying fuck. If you actually look at the votes that each side casts, they're totally fucking different. They stand for totally fucking different things, and they are not comparable in any fucking way. Bullshit. Um, Civil War, good luck with that. I know, right? It's not like the old days. We have fucking drones and shit now. Goddamn people can sit in a goddamn air-conditioned trailer in the middle of the Arizona desert and fucking bomb your ass off. So, uh, yeah. Try that shit. Like I said in one of my videos, you can't outrun a Predator drone in a goddamn four-wheeler, Billy Bob. Uh, your Discord is dead. Can you please reanimate it? I doubt it. I don't ever use Discord for anything. It's not really my thing. But if you guys want to go chat with each other on Discord after the show, there are lots of cool people on there. And I'm sure somebody will put the link from Discord into the chat here. I'm sure Catalina will probably do that for me. So uh, if you guys want to check that out, there's a lot of cool people to talk to in there. 
Dusty Godari read that. So next up, we're going to talk about Richard Dawkins. God damn it, Richard Dawkins. First, we laid to rest David Silverman, one of my former atheist heroes. And tonight, we bury Richard Dawkins, who is dead to me. Fucking Richard Dawkins. Can't fucking believe this shit. Depressing as shit. I can't fucking believe Richard Dawkins has turned into a goddamn chud. But he has, and we'll, we'll walk you through this. First off, Richard Dawkins. Got on the fucking Twitters, as he's wont to do. We're going to talk about the second part of the tweet, but first off, he tweeted this thing. He tweeted this later, so we're not going to talk about this right now. We're just going to talk about the first part of this. Pretentious postmodern nonsense is a serious menace in universities and contemporary culture. Peter uh, Boss Hoggian, James Lindsay, and Helen Pluckrose are heroes in the fight against it. Hear them at the London Conference on Speaking Truth to Social Justice. Richard Dawkins sounds exactly like Jordan Peterson now. He's basically a Jordan Peterson acolyte at this point. I don't know how the fuck this happened, when this happened. I guess it happened a long time ago. I guess I just haven't been paying enough attention to him. People have told me that he's been shit for a long time. But apparently he is just like any other anti-SJW now. He, he just, oh my god, the left! And anything to fucking shit on the left, he would do. And so what he's decided to do here is he has... He uh, promoted this right-wing, bigoted, Christian nationalist group. This is where this link led to. I'll show you. This is where the link he posted led to. The uh, Sovereign Nations Organization. The name right away should have been a key that, hmm, maybe I shouldn't be retweeting this motherfuckers. But even in the link you fucking tweeted, Richard Dawkins. Let's have a look here at the schedule. First off, Christian service. Yeah. Right off the bat. So, Richard Dawkins, to own the libs, is promoting a Christian organization. Not only is this a Christian organization, it's a fascist Christian organization. We're going to show you in a minute. It's the most chuddy shit. It's also, this entire organization is based on an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory against George Soros, which I'm about to show you right now. We'll come back to this in a minute. Um, but here's their website. Go to the website if you want to. Take a look at it. It is just, it's like Breitbart, basically, but only worse. This is what Richard Dawkins is promoting now. The fucking most famous atheist in the world now has decided he hates social justice warriors so much that he is throwing his hat in by promoting these shitheads, right? Um, I'll show you some specific examples that I already put aside for you. So I went through their, their Twitter account, this Twitter account of this uh, organization that Richard Dawkins has retweeted, and this is the kind of stuff they post. If a man wearing makeup to look like a member of another race is racist, then a man wearing makeup to look like a woman is sexist? Question mark? Help me parse this out. My wokeness detector needs a tune-up. That's right, folks. Blackface is the same thing as drag. You drag queens, you're just doing that to make fun of women or to belittle them in some... No, no. Drag is about the celebration of femininity, right? It's about how they, their alter egos are these badass women. It's not anything to make fun of other women or to demonize them, which is what blackface has traditionally been used to do. It has been used to demonize, you know, black people, one of the most vulnerable classes in our society, which is why it's not cool, but I like drag in any way whatsoever. Thank you, Richard Dawkins, for making this. Richard Dawkins has two million followers, and this is the organization he's fucking retweeting, right? Also, they're retweeting Dave Rubin. Yeah, just as you would expect. Uh, a shocking statement was made by the United Nations. Global warming is about destroying capitalism. Thank you for promoting this fucking goddamn organization, Richard Dawkins. You're so cool, Richard Dawkins. 
Jordan Peterson, the dangerous doctrine of equity. Yeah, we know the left can go too far. The Soviets taught us that. The Maoists taught us that. The North Koreans, the Cubans, and the Venezuelans continue to teach us in the same manner. In a word, it's inexcusable, both morally and practically. Yep, definitely want to give these people more attention, Richard Dawkins, don't you? Let me go through this. I got even more examples, folks. We're just getting started on this goddamn chud shit that Richard Dawkins is. He claimed that he'd inadvertently. He claimed he didn't know. We'll get to that in a minute, but that's eh, not really an excuse. And he, he left it up all day long, even after he was told. So not really an excuse. Conservatives want to be left alone to raise their children. The unfortunate fact is they want to be. It's no longer enough to work hard, raise a family, and hope to be left alone. They're such snowflakes, aren't they? These goddamn white assholes this whole country was fucking made for you and uh this is one of the people that richard dawkins in his uh, follow-up to his tweet called a hero if social justice is coming into your institutions even a profoundly conservative faith it comes in with this goal dismantle subvert remake foment discontent until the revolution comes from within i described the process here at length this is the kind of stuff that Richard Dawkins is tweeting about and worried about. Not the people that are calling for civil war if Trump gets impeached. The real people who are dismantling and subverting and fomenting discontent. But no, social justice, people that want equality. We're the true evil ones, aren't we, Mr. Dawkins? If that is your real name, Jordan Peterson. Dangerous people are teaching your kids. No shit, dude. You're at the fucking top of the list. How ironic is this, motherfucker? The most fundamental fact about the ideas of the political left is that they do not work. Therefore, we should not be surprised to find the left concentrated in institutions where ideas do not have to work in order to survive. Man, there are so many examples of this. I guess I'll go through a couple more. Here's where they're, they're uh, saying basically that the left is Hitler. And that's awesome, isn't it? Um, here's one where they're calling, they're basically praising Donald Trump's nationalism and patriotism. Yep. Uh, Donald Trump's nationalism is a racist or wrong. It's what America needs right now. That's fascism. Outright promoting fascism. Here they are shitting on AOC. Political language is designed to make lies sound truthful and murder respectable and to give an appearance of solidarity to pure wins. And George Orwell, who was a socialist, spoiler alert, motherfuckers, might want to look into it. Your socialist hero, George Orwell. Uh, the liberal agenda has masculinity in its sights and has for many years, dating back to the radical women's liberation movement, act like men. So anyway, I can go on and on, folks, about this goddamn bigoted, right-wing, uh, anti-Semitic, and they're they're basically white supremacy adjacent. I'm not going to go out and call them white supremacists, but they're definitely, if you read the shit they put out, it's definitely white supremacy adjacent. Um, so anyway, needless to say, when Richard Dawkins uh, decided to promote this organization, it did not go well for him. People pointing it out to him. Uh, here's uh, Sean. It's like, good job promoting a conference that was founded on an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory right on the front page. The Sovereign Nations Conference is the first step against the destruction of philosophies of open societies championed by George Soros. And this is part of their anti-Semitic, uh, anti-Jewish conspiracy theory that George Soros is this evil Jew who is trying to destroy Western civilization with his open societies. He was a Nazi, you know. He was working for the Nazis. It's just a very, very common right-wing uh, conspiracy theory that they spread. Way to signal boost that, Richard fucking Dawkins. And um, Tom says, Christ, never mind the religious mission. Look at what the founders support. Anti-Semitism, white nationalism. When you find yourself promoting people who are in bed with such nastiness, 
it's time to step back and wonder whether postmodernism is really the problem. And that's true. Like, Richard Dawkins, man, I don't know what happened to him, but he ain't doing no research. He ain't thinking shit through. He's just so blinded by his hatred for social justice that he seems to be wanting to put his, throw his hat in with anybody. And uh, Steve Shives even jumping on him. This is what happens when you just want people to listen to you, regardless of what they say, what their agenda is, or what their venue is. Self-proclaimed rationalists promoting and participating in right-wing extremism and thinly veiled and sometimes open white supremacy. And, uh, yep, promoting right-wing events that start with, check notes, a Christian service. It's bizarro world, folks. Trump is president. Goddamn Richard Dawkins promoting Christians. Don't know what the fuck's going on. So anyway, uh, after he got shit on fucking hardcore, um, he basically came out with a second tweet that says, I support Peter Bosshogian, James Lindsay, and Helen Pluckrose. It should go without saying that I do not support the religious mission or organizations of the conference, but whom I knew nothing when I wrote my tweet. Basically saying, it should come as no surprise that I did not do five seconds of research before I tweeted this. My skepticism is so weak that I did not even bother to click on the link and look at the people that I was promoting. How could you guys think that I actually meant this? Well, because, like, you're supposed to be a scientist, somebody that actually researches and reads and whatnot. I know that's a lot to ask of you, but eh. And here's the thing. He's calling these people his heroes. They're his heroes. What these what these people are heroes for in his mind is what they did was is they wrote uh, 21 fake papers to try to discredit the humanities, the social scientists, and try to uh, get them published in different humanities publications and whatnot, you know, to discredit it because they hate feminism, basically. That's what it really boils down to. They, they hate feminism and what they call postmodernism. But postmodernism is just a Rorschach test, right? It basically is whatever you want it to be to these people. It's a boogeyman they use to try to just slap anybody they don't like. Everybody don't like is a postmodernist. So they wrote these 21 papers and of these 21 papers, like uh, seven of them got published, I guess. Um, of those seven, most of them were pretty much benign, except for three, which was the main headlines that they used to attack the left and, and the humanities with. And what they did was, is they literally went out and they falsified data. They pretend like they ran all these experiments and they had all this scientific data. And so they went to these publications and they're just like, see, we ran experiments. Even though it seems like what we're talking about is crazy as shit, we did the fucking science. You have to publish this because we have the fucking data. And so, of course, the some of the publications were like, well, shit, this seems crazy, but you guys did the research, and you, you have the data you just presented to us, so I guess, you know, we have to be open-minded and publish this regardless of what you're saying, and it turned out, nope, they just lied and made everything up to try to make, you know, the social scientists look bad, right? And, um, but here's the thing, this is not something that is unique in any way to the humanities or to social science. This is a crisis uh, that, that goes through every different level of science. I, I forgot to look this up before, but let me do this. Um, uh, let's see. Most uh, science not reproducible. Let's see if I can find that. The crisis of science. Yeah, here we go. Um, this is this is something that's very well known that goes across all the science. Fifteen hundred science lit the lid on the reproducibility. More than seventy percent of researchers have tried and failed to reproduce another scientist's experiments, and more than half have failed to reproduce their own experiments. Those are some of the telling figures that have emerged from Nature's survey of 1,576 researchers who took a brief online questionnaire of reproducibility in research. So this is like throughout all of science. Like it or not, science is uh, flawed. Our scientific institutions are incredibly fucking flawed, and 
they, they put out a lot of bunk information that's unreproducible. And this is not just humanities. You know, they could have done this experiment where they faked their data across all of science and got it submitted and probably published in a lot of these journals and magazines because this is the way it fucking works, right? But of course, they didn't do that. They're just trying to specifically shit on the humanities because that's what the left did. The left is ruining academia with their fucking SJW bullshit. It's postmodernism. But it's funny. Basically, at the heart of what postmodernism is, it's just a skepticism to grand narratives. And you can basically find that in anything if you want to. I mean, how about Jordan Peterson? Jordan Peterson is an amazing example of this. Jordan Peterson literally teaches that the fictional made-up stories in the Bible are actually more true than physical reality, than physical science. He teaches this. This is an incredibly fucking postmodern idea, if you think about it that way. But they don't ever call him out about that. And think about Donald Trump. Donald Trump has an incredibly tortured relationship with the truth. You can easily look at anything Donald Trump does and go, oh, it's postmodernism. It's postmodern, but they don't do that. It's a cudgel they use against the left. It's conspiracy theory. They used to whack the left on the head with. And these people that he says are his heroes, uh, Peter Boss-Hoggin, James Lindsay, Helen Pluckers, if you actually look at their Twitter feeds, they're almost identical to what you would find on Sargon's Twitter feed when Sargon was on Twitter. They are the chuddiest of the fucking chuds. All they do all day is uh, retweet Dave Rubin or Killette Magazine or Andy Nogo or, you know, all these people. Just whatever they can do to shit on the left, that's what they do all the time. These are the heroes to Richard Dawkins now. And uh, how, how Richard Dawkins ended up being like this, we're going to examine that in a minute. Uh, I, I have my uh, suspicions on how he uh, he became like this. His, his original tweet is kind of funny, too. Pretentious postmodern nonsense is a serious menace. Could you be any more pretentious than to be talking about postmodern nonsense to attack social justice? Could you be any fucking more pretentious than Richard Dawkins? No, you cannot. So uh, then he, after he tweeted this out, that basically said, I didn't do any research. You can't expect me, one of the most famous atheists and skeptics on the planet, to actually research the shit and the organizations that I post before I post them. No, man, I didn't know. So obviously when he posted that, that didn't go well either. People were like, oh, God damn it, Richard Dawkins. Come on, dude. You're better than this, right? We thought you were better than this. This is a fucking disappointment. So uh, lots of people shit on him for this. Uh, here's dead memes. Uh, it is. It is, but it's little comfort when he still supports people like Boss Hoggian. And like, yeah, look, those guys are charlatans who blame postmodernism and critical theory for the fact that they couldn't make it in academia or achieve anything in their own fields. But Peter Boss Hoggian should definitely start with fighting his own lack of self-awareness. This is the kind of people that Richard Dawkins are calling his heroes. Why is it that nearly every male who's a third-wave intersectional feminist is physically feeble and has a terrible body habit? yeah. Fucking feminist males, you're so fat and disgusting, says this guy. Look how amazingly in shape this guy is. And look, these are the people we hang out with. Look how good shape they're all in. Unlike us, who are physically fit and obviously incredibly attractive people, you fucking feminist. Well, I'm a feminist and like, no offense, but I'll take the Pepsi challenge on getting women against you any day, boss. Again, just saying, dude. Richard Dawkins, man. Come on, dude. And, um, Classical centrist says, if you support Peter Bossagian, James Lindsay, and Helen Pluckrose, maybe you don't know anything about them either. Lots of us who used to look up to you are really disappointed that you wouldn't easily recognize them for the grifters they are. Holy shit, that's true, right? Obviously, I don't know if he knows who these people are. I guess he follows on Twitter, so he must. I mean, surely Richard Dawkins is not 
doing zero research before he calls people heroes and stuff. He, he has to know, right? And uh, Rohan says, Did you do a comparable amount of research on Boss Hoggy and Lindsay and Pluckrose? Because you might be surprised a second time. No, he didn't. I mean, or, or maybe he did. I don't know. Maybe he's just a giant piece of shit. Either way, not good. And uh, Nice Mango says, I guess it makes sense this idiot who wrote the foreword for a racist cult leader's book and bragged about it is your hero. He also likes sharing conservative Christian nonsense to own the libs. And yep, he retweeted this one. Lesbian, gender, non-conforming couple tries to force son to have queer gender relationships. I read the the article this is talking about, and this is a lie. Absolutely not. They're just basically trying to teach their kid to be more open-minded to uh, how silly gender is, basically. And how gender is basically thrust upon you at an early age. And they just want him to have different experiences with gender and do what he feels like he wants to. And if you actually read what they said, it's completely reasonable. But no, he's reposting these Christian bullshitters because this is the people that are heroes to Richard Dawkins now in the bizarre world we live in. That are one pro-life news website covering the most important life face in the family news. Heroes to Richard Dawkins. And, uh, however the fuck you pronounce this guy's name, said, I stopped following Peter once he sided with fascists. He supports Andy Nogo who is a propagandist who purposely falsifies stories. Peter has bemoaned that student rights to protest bigots and fascists somehow is violating the free speech of those bigots and fascists. Doesn't matter to Richard Dawkins. He's a hero. He's an American hero. And uh, reading is for Snob says, One wonders why people like Peter James and Helen were invited by these organizations in the first place. Richie, maybe use that gigantic logic-filled brain of yours for a nanosecond or two. Yeah, man, Richard Dawkins doesn't seem to have the ability to even think about why this fascist, anti-Semitic Christian group is giving them a friendly platform. It's pretty obvious to me. It's because these people are helping them spread their right-wing Christian propaganda. Their, their narratives are go hand-in-hand hand with each other. And that's why these people that you call heroes, Richard Dawkins, are more than willing to be a part of this organization, to, to be headline speakers of this fascist anti-Semitic organization. These really your heroes, Richard? You gonna stand by this shit, dude? Okay, cool. I'm like, this the hell you wanna die on? I will bury you on that hill, dude. Seriously, disappointing. But you gonna make that bed? Fucking lying that dude. Do the damn reading next time, professor, please. Maybe he did. Maybe he knows. I don't know. Not Richard Dawkins' head. Matt Lauder says, do you have any thoughts about why those people you support have been invited to speak at that conference? Why do you suspect the, organi the organizers invited them? Can you maybe, I don't know, be skeptical about why this group are speaking at this event? Please, Richard Dawkins, one of the leaders of skepticism, the guy that taught me evolution I looked up to. Why do you think they're inviting these people? Why do you think these heroes are going to speak at this fascist convention? Pretty obvious, man. And here's one from the song, The Skeptic. I praise someone I knew nothing about who turned out to be horrible, but it's not my fault because I can't be expected to know what I'm talking about. And that's exactly you, Richard Dawkins. This is you right now. I was too busy to check my sources, but I shouldn't have to do that anyway. I wasn't there when he said those things. He only said nice, reasonable, flattering things to me. I can't be expected to know every last thing about the people I actively promote to my tens of thousands of followers. He has two million followers, so it's way more than that. Stop holding me responsible for effusively praising and agreeing platforming known white supremacists and or Sexual predators. It's not fair. Yep, dude. You have platform responsibility when you have two million followers and you're one of the most respected people in the atheist community. 
you have the responsibility to check out things before you post them, before you promote these people and you promote these people for an entire day. Even after he was told repeatedly who they were about, he still promoted this Christian fascist organization for an entire fucking day because it owned the libs. Who cares, right? They own the libs, so they're on my side. Nope. Well, maybe they are. Maybe they are on your side, Richard Dawkins. Maybe this is what you become. So fucking sad to see. And, uh, David and Perry says, maybe you should think hard about why your message is so appealing to theocratic bigots. Yeah. Message. Why is it that they see your attack on social justice movements as useful wedge in imposing theocracy? Hmm. Hmm. Might want to fucking think about that, Richard Dawkins. If you're even capable of that kind of thought at this point. And, uh, yep. Here's what the new atheists look like. They're like, science, reason, and advancement of humanity? Nope. Reactionary cultural chauvinism and preserving dominance of the white male Christian patriarchy? Mmm. Sexy as fuck, suddenly. The enemy of my enemy is my friend, and I hate social justice. God damn it, the liberals are ruining everything, so if I have to get in bed with the Christians, I guess it'll be okay, but nope, it's not okay, Richard Dawkins. It's not okay at all. And, um, so, uh, And I was just wondering, like, I'm sure this has nothing to do with it. We're going to explore, in my opinion, why Richard Dawkins has such a hard-on against social justice, why he hasn't been able to logically think his way through this shit. Um, and this is something I said, and I don't believe Richard Dawkins is a pedophile. That's not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying is part of this might be because he's angry that the left is now suddenly looking into his friendship with Jeffrey Epstein, uh, BuzzFeed, who came out with a uh, good article on this, three or four days ago, maybe five days ago, about how Jeffrey Epstein bankrolled an exclusive intellectual boys club and reaped the benefits of it. And it goes into detail about how Richard Dawkins uh, was a part of this. Um, he he uh, he went to, uh, he, I'll show you a picture in a minute, where he's buddy-buddy with this friend who was one of Jeffrey Epstein's uh, main partners. And um, at this uh, event that Richard Dawkins was flown out to on the Lolita Express, yes, Richard Dawkins was on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. Uh, this was the party that Richard Dawkins attended. This was uh, one of the women who was implicated in Jeffrey Epstein's sex scandals. She procured women for Jeffrey Epstein, and this is one of his victims. We're right there at the whole thing with uh, Richard Dawkins. And, uh, let's see. Here's a picture of Richard Dawkins on the Lowly Express. Look at you, Richard Dawkins, on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. So, anyway, it's possible he's kind of mad at the left because the, because the left is asking questions about this shit. And uh, I don't know, just saying kind of puts a different light on his whole uh, mild pedophilia statements, right? Richard Dawkins, one of the world's best-known and outspoken atheists, has provoked outrage among child protection agencies and experts after suggesting that recent child abuse scandals have been overblown. In an interview in the Times Magazine on Saturday, September 7, Dawkins 72, he said he was unable to condemn what he called the mild pedophilia he experienced at the English school when he was a child in the 50s. Cringe! Definitely not something you want to hear from a guy who was on Jeffrey Epstein's Lowly Express, that's for sure. And, of course, he made comments about gentle pedophiles, which are also incredibly fucking cringe. But, like I said, I don't think Richard Dawkins is a pedophile. Like, I don't have any evidence of that. I just think that maybe he's uh, pissed at the left whatnot uh, for questioning him or bringing this to light. But I actually think there are other reasons that he might be uh, so hateful of social justice warriors. And I actually think this starts a long time ago. And uh, most people don't know this, but the actual anti-social justice movement was, in a way, started by Richard Dawkins. It was started by an incident 
that Richard Dawkins caused, um, called Elevator Gate. It, it was the beginning of this whole fucking downfall where, where YouTube got taken over by chuds, and it was helped by uh, the Amazing Atheist. It, it's probably the main one that started this after Richard Dawkins. But what happened was, was there this girl named Rebecca Watson, and she was... Uh, doing a conference about feminism in another country and whatnot. And she was explaining, you know, things to not do. And, and uh, after she got through with her conference, she got on an elevator. And uh, some guy got on the elevator and made her feel uncomfortable. And so she made a video. And it just, it's a very small part of this video, very tiny part of this video, where she explains very calmly, very rationally, how this guy made her feel uncomfortable. I'll, I'll play it for you. Look how reasonable what she says here, here is here. Um. All of you, except for the the one man who um, didn't really grasp, I think, what I was saying on the panel, because um, at the bar later that night, actually at four in the morning, um, we were at the hotel bar, 4 a.m. I said, you know, I've had enough guys. I'm exhausted. Going to bed. Uh, so I walked to the elevator and a man got on the elevator with me and said, don't take this the wrong way, but I find you very interesting and I would like to talk more. Would you like to come to my hotel room for coffee? Um, just a word to the wise here, guys. Uh, don't do that. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, I don't really know how else to explain how this makes me incredibly uncomfortable, but I'll just sort of lay it out that I it was a single woman, you know, in a foreign country at 4 a.m. in a hotel elevator with you just you and I don't invite me back to your hotel room right after I finished talking about how it creeps me out and makes me uncomfortable when men sexualize me in that manner. So yeah. Um, but everybody else seemed to really get it. And, and so that was it. That was the entire thing that caused the anti SJW movement to grow. This is why we have temple now. This is why Crowder is so popular now. This is why people like Lauren Chen are so popular. This is what started it off folks. This incredibly rational, calm person, just in a very, very 30-second short clip, explaining why she was uncomfortable. And uh, so Richard Dawkins decided to jump in this and write her a letter because of this little clip. And here's what Richard Dawkins said about it. Dear Muslima, stop whining, will you? Yes, yes. I know you had your genitals mutilated with a razor blade and yawn. Don't tell me yet again. I know you aren't allowed to drive a car and you can't leave the house without a male relative and your husband is allowed to beat you and you'll be stoned to death if you commit adultery. But stop whining, will you? Think of the suffering you poor, your poor American sisters have to put up with. Only this week I heard of one. She calls herself skeptic. And do you know what happened to her? A man in a hotel elevator invited her back to his room for coffee. I am not exaggerating. He really did. He invited her back to his room for coffee. Of course she said no. And of course he didn't lay a finger on her. But even so. And you, Muslima, think you have misogyny to complain about? For goodness sake, grow up or at least grow a thicker skin. Oh my God. Can you imagine a more snowflake response? To this woman's just very rational, calm explanation, right? This is how he responded because he hates feminism so much, I guess. Richard Dawkins has to act like a total fucking asshole. Um, and he did, I guess he did sort of. It says he later apologized, like sort of apologized for this, but you know, it was kind of, I don't know how good this apology was, but just so fucking cringe. So basically, him doing this, it started 
the anti-SJW community. It started this hatred of social justice warriors. Um, and the Amazing Atheist jumped on this. This is how the Amazing Atheist created the anti-SJW movement. And uh, it's so fucking weird to look back. I know most, a lot of you are probably going to be shocked people, by this. Shut the fuck up, TJ. Most people don't realize this. This is how it got started, folks. Um, and here's what's crazy about this. This woman is so calm and rational. It explains her position perfectly, very briefly. And then TJ makes a video fucking flipping out like the most insecure, ridiculous snowflake you've ever fucking seen. And yet somehow he managed to convince people that she was the irrational one here. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play you like his response to her incredibly uh, calm, reasoned opinion. Elevator with me and said, don't take this, Christine, and I would come to my hotel room for coffee. Um, just a word to the wise here, guys, uh, don't do that. Um, you know, <laughs> I know what a lot of you are probably thinking. You're probably thinking, why am I making a fucking video about this? Who conceivably could give a fuck about some girl being hit on in an elevator? Not even for sure hit on, just maybe hit on in an elevator. Not even, it wasn't like, hey, want some dick? It was like, hey, want some coffee? Maybe the guy just wanted coffee. But why do we care? Why are we here? Why are we talking about this? Because apparently the atheist community has no more problems to solve in the world. Apparently acceptance of atheism is up 100% and God is off the money and he's out of the pledge and all the God-fearing politicians that tell us about how Jesus wants them to run the country this way, they're all out of we're all out of problems, folks. Creationism no longer has any uh, foothold in the... But just look how mad he is and loud and emotional he is compared to how calm she was. And yet this dude convinced an, a new generation of people that she is the snowflake, that she is the one that's fucking off her rocker and upset and emotional. Like, I'm not even mad about it. This dude has made probably, I don't know, a million dollars so far doing all this. He has 5,000 Patreons just on DFF alone. And this is how he built it up, man. By convincing these people that somehow the SJWs are the irrational ones. And like I said, at this point, I ain't even mad at him about it. I'm impressed. I'm impressed that you can fool people into this when it's so obviously ridiculous. And like I said, so many people don't understand that this is how the anti-SJW community got started. This is the fucking birth of it. It's just fucking nuts, folks. And they just did this over and over again. They followed this exact game plan over and over again where they went out and they found the minutia the left did and they shit on them and they shit on them and they shit on them and they gave the right a pass and it just blew up. And that's why conservatives rule YouTube right now because of this. So anyway, a little history lesson for you guys. This is why I've been fighting against this for three years. It sucks that, you know, I got 100 Patreons and this guy has 5,000. He's 50 times more popular than me for this kind of bullshit. And yeah, it is... It is frustrating, to be honest with you. But at the same time, yes, I'm jealous. But at the same time, I'm kind of impressed. Like, kudos almost to TJ for your con abilities. Because, damn, man, you're talented. So, anyway. Um, real disappointed in Richard Dawkins. I, I think the fact that this Elevator Gate thing had a lot of SJW shitting on him about it is what started his hatred for the SJW community. For I know it started before this. Obviously, he hated feminism before this. They had this kind of visceral reaction to this very calm uh, segment of this video this woman made. But I think he got shit on a lot by, rightfully so, 
by the left after he came out with this bullshit response. And I think that started his hatred that still persists today of the left in this SJW community. And it's gotten so out of hand now that he's willing to throw his hat in with just the biggest fucking chud dipshits in the world and actually willing to promote Christians. And uh, I will say he did eventually, I guess this morning or, or this afternoon sometime, he did finally delete that tweet after everybody shit on him for it. So uh, kudos to you for finally, after a day, stopping to promote that awful fascist, bigoted, conservative organization, Richard Dawkins. But still, man, what in the fuck is in your brain? God damn it. And this is uh, my feelings about all this. Dusty 2014. Wow. The atheist community has Richard Dawkins and Matt Dillahunty and David Silverman and Lawrence Krauss and Sam Harris. These dudes are fucking awesome. Where do I sign up? And now Jesse 2019 is like, hmm, wonder what Jesus is up to these days. And obviously not really. That's a joke. But shit, man. Has the atheist community become, could the atheist community have become sadder, have become more pathetic, have become more of a disappointment than it is with all these motherfuckers just proven uh, that uh, they did not deserve their positions at the head of it it's completely in shambles now from what it once was and it's sad to see but i mean in a way good riddance i'm real glad i separated myself from it so anyway that's all i'm gonna say about that and richard dawkins dude's dead to me now another hero dead and buried and gone and i'm so fucking sad to see it but what you gonna fucking do man ain't nothing i can do you suck okay well you gotta go away don't you why the moderator's not getting is this guy kidding or Israel is the most racist nation or juicy. I got to get rid of you, dude. Sorry, you can't like sit on here and be anti-Semitic. What the fuck, dude? Um, a full of their money are soon parted. That's why the right is rich. I know, right? It's frustrating, but at the same time, you got to hand it to them. They're good at that grift shit. They're way better at it than I am. Like, telling the truth is not lucrative. I can tell you that much. Uh, I always thought Dawkins was a cunt, to be honest. Uh, like, he, Dawkins taught me about evolution which I really appreciate because I grew up in Mississippi and, and I had a Mississippi education and they don't teach that in fucking Mississippi. Hell no. And so basically I learned evolution from watching Richard Dawkins teach it to children in the UK because they're so advanced compared to us in America. And I grew to love him. And he also taught me about memes. I don't know if many people know this, but in his uh, 1975 book or 76 book, uh, The Selfish Gene, Richard Dawkins coined the term memes and explained what memes are. No, they're not just funny pictures on the internet. Memes are actually how most human thought is transmitted from one person to another. It explains how our culture operates and is set up. Um, very genius concept. And so, like, he taught me so much, and I was very, very grateful and loved him. But I'm really sad to see what he did to become. And uh, I can't support him anymore, unfortunately. So, uh, apparently, Vadim's in there. What's up, Vadim? How you doing? Thank you for joining us tonight. We killing it tonight. Dusty puts on a good show. Uh, the guy was clearly a trope, good riddance. Hell yeah, get rid of him. Uh, no problem, Spanky Weasel. We ditched his ass. Um, but you do you, Dusty. I will. I don't know what you're talking about, but I always do me. That's the only way I can fucking do it. And, uh, TJ's point was about the video, not the reaction. Um, TJ's point was about the video, not the reaction. I don't know what you're talking about exactly. You're talking about another video? Um, the video that woman put out, though, was very, very calm and rational and understandable. So. Uh, TJ doing bit for money, outrage culture. That's what TJ always does, though. TJ is just in totally into outrage culture and making a killing off of it. That's what's fucking lucrative for sure. Uh, TJ just wanted to pour hot coffee all over his dick. I think he poured uh, it was hot chocolate and oil and shit on his dick. I've seen it. If you've never seen that video, uh, don't watch it because that's very disturbing. All right, let's see. What we've got super chats. Um, super chats, light blood of the show. Super chats. Uh, 
You said we had to go through. YT Wonder gave me 20, 20 pounds. Thank you. Very, very kind, YT Wonder. Here's some money for the inevitable Borderlands 3 DLC because escapism is awesome. Thank you for the show. Rock on, Dusty. I will, man. I got to the end of fucking Borderlands and I hadn't beat the last boss yet. For some reason, I don't want to be the last boss yet because it's like the end of the game if I do. I know you can replay it, but I really enjoyed it. It was good. So I appreciate that. Eric Moyer, 666. Hell yeah, that's a good amount. And Peach God. I think I got a Peach a long time ago. Appreciate that. Leah Pearson, $5. New city for the kitties. All right. I will buy him a nice treat in your honor, Lee. Uh, sign in $2. Richard Dawkins needs a new grift. It seems like he's got one. And the anti-HCW grift is a very lucrative grift. Uh, hey, Dusty, you missed my super chat above. I don't think I did, did I? I started off the show with your super chat. Maybe you didn't hear me, but yeah, I read that first. But anyway, I'm still working the screenshots. I appreciate that. Uh, I already started the show, so and looking forward to the show. I love you back. And ask pitch, unless you said another one somewhere. Um, oh, okay, this one. Sorry I didn't get the screenshots earlier, but I have a gold mine of crazy Fox News commentators for the next podcast. All right, cool. Send that to me. I will definitely check that out. Appreciate that. Um, Let's see, we're lost my place here. Uh, Trump should have been impeached. Yes, he should have. I would have beat Trump for a camp sentence together. 666. Got that one. Oh, yeah, here we are. Uh, Breaking Bat, 094, 599. I'm black, and it's hard to talk to my family about the dangers of religion. You help. Well, I do. Doing the best I can. We're going to talk about Kanye in a minute. Kanye has decided not to make music anymore, except for Christian music. He has uh, found him an even more lucrative grift than his old grift, and we're going to run over that for you, but... uh. Keep up the good work, Breaking Bad. I know it's hard, but uh, you just got to you know, do what you can. And Planner Walk, New Zealand, $5. Hey, Dusty, my friend is watching you live for the first time. We'll tell your friend I said what's up. Obviously, he has very good taste. Hope to see him come back every week. Uh, Joni, $5. I'm watching the streams on my TV and my phone. Double the views. Any opinion on charter schools or religion-based education? Uh, not a fan. I don't think there's any evidence that charter-based schools are any better than public schools. I think they're just a way to divert money from the government to... Christian schools, which should be against the Constitution. So, pass. Betsy DeVos should be nowhere near the education department, in my opinion. Uh, Norm H, $5. I suspect Dawkins hasn't been all there since his stroke. It's possible, but like somebody needs to get that guy off Twitter. That's the case, because he definitely is not making his legacy look very good, in my opinion. Ben Davis, $5. If Dawkins can't be bothered to do research, then screw him and screw Boss Hogg in. True that. Richard Dawkins got to step up your fucking game, dude. It's a shame. Wally O 007, take my money, I will. I'm going to take the shit out of your money, dude. YouTube going to take a third of it. I don't take the rest of it. I'm going to buy me something pretty just for you, Wally. And Bomber 78, $2. What the fuck, Dusty? No religious fail video last Wednesday. I'm sorry. I'm going to do it this Wednesday. I fucking blew it. I had a bad week last week. I can't get into the details of it. But shit happened, y'all. Bad shit happened. And so I I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just do it next week and, and get on it. And I really apologize for that. But I got some good shit coming up for you this Wednesday. A brand new religious bullshit of the week video something i'm gonna start doing every week and it's i guess it's better for me to start doing on the first week of the month since there'll be four videos in the month supposedly so we'll see i appreciate that rick so be 20 dollars. hey thank you man that is very generous of you out of respect for your girlfriend i will only have pure dusty thoughts thanks for the show you don't have to have pure thoughts you can think of me doing all the nasty stuff you want to hells yeah this is a freak Thank you for that. Austin Adams, $5. Hey, Dusty, I live in Mississippi. In high school, they skipped the evolution chapter in biology because it was triggering parents four years ago. I know, man. I went to uh, high school like 25 years ago, something like that, and it wasn't even a thought, man. I, I, I was believing Ken Hoven 
young earth creation, 6,000 years old and all that bullshit. Like, no one taught me that stuff. So I really appreciate Richard Dawkins waking me up to that shit. Lee Spanner, $2, thank you. And DPG. I agree with you on Richard Dawkins. Would you still... Would you still recommend people read The God Delusion and the Selfish Gene or not because of this rock on Destiny? Yeah, yeah, those are good books. And like his videos on evolution are fucking amazing. Uh, the way he explains it is like you watch it and you're like, oh shit, well that makes so much sense. That's obviously fucking true. So a uh, big fan of that stuff as far as I'm concerned, but uh, his new stuff, uh, it's like music. His old stuff is good, but his new stuff sucks. Needs to think about the path he's on. Uh, Planet Walk, my friend is female, Dusty. You misgendered her. I am sorry. I did not mean to misgender your girl. And uh, tell her I said, sup, how you doing? Dusty Smith, welcome to the podcast. Hope to see you here every week. Yeah. How you like my sexy vocal fry, baby? Shit, yeah. All right, thank you for that. Let me look at the chat, see what you got. I didn't even hit the uh, the Facebook chat at all. What's Facebook got to say? Rebecca Watson has a new video out about Dawkins. Haven't seen it yet. Gonna queue it up next. Hey, well, let me know how that goes. I may check that out. I appreciate it. The Cheeto can't handle the truth. No doubt about it. Uh, people here fear hate of big dogs always makes me so confused big dogs are nicer than smaller ones i know man my big dogs are like pussies like boomer is giant man but he would never do shit man he would just run away from you pee all over himself if you got near him so uh let's see what the regular chat has to say regular chat yuck jesus hates money changes and jesus is a money changer at this point right don't have to buy the book to read it. There is a magical building called a library. Yeah, you can also get PDFs off the internet for free if you know where to look. So pretty much all, all the books are made. Sexy voice, Dusty, made my night. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to make you slide off your chair. Getting all the vaginas and the penises made of shit out there. Oh, yeah, dudes. All right. Uh, Hitler was right about you, Connie cocksuckers. Oh, God. What? Is that guy trolling? All right, I got to get rid of this guy, too. God damn it. Don't you guys have anything better to do than shit on Jews, man? I wouldn't even fucking know a Jew if I was talking to one. I can't tell Jews from white people. How are you going to be fucking anti-Semitic against somebody if you can't tell them apart? That's my view on it. Hide this user. Yeah, get the fuck away from me. My dog. Okay. All right. On with the show. We got rid of the big topics. Now we're going to go through the single shit. Mm. Are you ready to be mad? Are you ready to be mad? Here's a white children in America. This is the fucking ignorance that is being taught to our children in this country. Okay, so the N-word is not supposed to be used in a derogatory way. Yes, but I don't care. I don't either. Well, like, I So if you're going to get pissed off at the ulti for me saying nigger. Let me just say this. I don't really say it to people like straight up like you're a n-word. I like, usually say, I say it to like it. joke around but like we still say it. Who cares what the fuck happened to you somewhat years ago? It's not like okay. you experienced it. I mean I wish you could go experience it but I mean I do too. Like wouldn't it be fun to go pick some cotton? Nice But on the other hand, <laughs> so funny. on the other hand, um, you black people are mad at us for something that happened how many years ago? I didn't do it. Like we didn't do it. So and stop getting pissed it. off at so us for using the it, word. Alright, obviously this is depressing, so I shouldn't have to explain to these ignorant little children how fucking ridiculously wrong their ideology is. But basically, 
black folks are not mad at you because you caused slavery, right? They're mad because starting with slavery and continuing with, from slavery over hundreds of years, there has been a white supremacist power structure set in place that's still in place today and that causes things like black people naturally have 10 times less wealth than white people because they inherit less wealth. And the number one thing that predicts your future success in life is how much money you have starting out with. So right off the bat, because of slavery and because of the things that happened after slavery, it caused a chain reaction, a snowball effect of things that still affect them today. And they're mad that this power structure is still in place and that ignorant assholes like you are not trying to tear down this power structure, but instead you're reinforcing this power structure with your fucking ignorance. Very easy to understand. And this is almost like what Bill Maher was saying. We're going to cover this in a minute. The, the ignorance of fucking Bill Maher. Bill Maher is, god damn, we got to get that guy off. I don't say we got to get that guy off the air, but as far as trying to be a liberal representative, he has to be off the fucking air. But anyway, black people aren't mad because slavery literally happened to them. They're mad because of the repercussions of slavery still affects them today. Obviously. So ridiculous. Where the fuck your parents at? But now you girls can go viral, and uh, I hope that you are ready to accept the responsibility of what your ridiculous video is going to cause you, because it uh, ain't going to be pretty, in my opinion. And uh, there's no doubt about it in my mind, Stefan Mjolnuts has, like, dead bodies in his basement or something, a house filled with mannequins and taxidermied animals in it, because this dude is creepy and weird as fuck. He's like, I will work very hard to help women avoid my mother's fate. Uh-oh, here we go. She was a beauty who used her looks for vanity. I mean, if you're beautiful, if you got it, flaunt it, right? She now half lives in an abandoned empty hell. Well, dude, help your mom out. You're not a very fucking good son, are you? What the fuck? I bought my mom her house she lived in, right? I take care of my mom. I love my mom. Where you at, Stephanie? You're not what a piece of shit. Some people think I hate women. No shit, you do. You understand mommy issues that makes you hate women? If I hated women, I wouldn't warn them of where vanity leads. God damn, you're dumb, dude. Seriously, I don't have to be a fucking psychologist to see through that shit. Creepy as fuck. And uh, here's some more from Stefan Nuts. Come on, ladies. You know this. Your youthful physical beauty is for building a family. That's right. You're only useful to spit out babies and be barefoot and pregnant women. Why do you think I hate women? I don't. I'm just being honest. It is not a personal plaything for your giddy vanity. Yes, it is. It's their personal plaything to do whatever they want to with their bodies. If they want to use it to fucking get all the dick in China, then they can fuck all the dick in China. It's their body, dude. It's none of your fucking business, you goddamn asshole. If you use your beauty for ego gratification, it will dry up and die in your wrinkled hands. Then it will be too late to be loved, man. Obviously, you don't know what the fuck goes on at these old folks' home, man. I go visit my grandma at the old folks' home every once in a while. And they fucking all over the place. It's never too late for love, folks. It's never too late for some old wrinkled dick. Trust me, dude. Like, I think there was an article not long ago that venereal diseases are spreading like wildfire through old folks' home. It's like a fucking... It's like the Roman days. Orgies all over the place. You know? Bend that old woman over her walker doggy style. Get with the time, Stefan, y'all nuts. Guys, remember that time Stefan Yonuts pretended to be a hot teen girl to comment on his own YouTube video? And he's like, I love this. I can't fucking see. That's too small. I need to put my glasses on. I'm an old man. All right. Ooh, sight. That's amazing. I love this. Look, it's funny. He, he, he thought he was logged in to his sock account, to his fake girl account. But instead, he actually logged into his regular account and he posted this fake shit on his own video. 
this. You totally kind of ruined Frozen for me, but I really enjoyed this a lot more than the actual movie. And you really got me thinking about a lot. Being an attractive young woman, I understand what it's like to be seen as nothing more than a sex doll. I also know what it's like to be, what it's like to use that to my advantage to get over the system. Hell, I even know what it is to suffer mental illness, only to be told by my parents to ignore it. However, despite all this, I feel like I have learned more lessons from everything that has happened in my life. Thank you so much for posting this. Honestly, I want to make a difference in the world, and I look to people like you to sort of guide me in the right direction. Thanks so much, capital letters. And yep, new channel FDL. Did you really just pretend to be a girl in your own comment section? This is beyond hysterical. I'm confused. Did Steph repost this from a private comment or something? Uh, no evidence of that. He didn't say that, did he? Uh, <laughs> anyway, busted. That's the kind of egomaniac this motherfucker is. And if you pointed out, he blocks you, of course. Because uh, that's what these free speech warriors are like. It's all about the marketplace of ideas. Do you say something they don't like? And I can't stress this enough. What the fuck? It's like he almost started out good. Like he was always going to make a good point here. And then he went into a totally what the fuck direction. Why did Justin Trudeau feel the need to do blackface over and over again? That's a good question. One Halloween costume. Bad taste. Okay. Agreed. But such obsessive details. Arms and legs. Blackened. What was going on in that mind's mind? Agreed. Good point. Not hard to see. Oh, here we go. His mother who abandoned him found black men attractive. What? what, where did, what that escalated quick. Where did that come from? What the fuck? What, why? I, I, who cares? You know what? Some black men are really attractive. They really are. They're all buff and muscles and shit and big fucking dicks. It's like some white dudes are attractive. Some Asian dudes are attractive, you know? Who gives a fuck what race a person is if you find them attractive, dude? That's just, he's like, oh, I'm full out racist here, dude. That's crazy as shit. This dude makes more money than you do. You should be depressed. And, uh, he's been unhinged for a long time. This is, uh, more proof of it. Three, four times the number of black slaves brought to America. They're talking about the, uh, Europeans and the Barbary pirates. And they said between 1 to 1.25 million Europeans were captured. He says three or four times there were black slaves brought to America. I don't think your math is right, motherfucker. But anyway, and the whites didn't even survive to modern times. Someone owes whites reparations noted. No, that's not how any of this works. Like, if you live in a society where, because of slavery, uh, it led to a snowball effect that affected your life today in a negative way, yes, maybe you would have a point. But since that didn't happen, you're full of shit. And he's like, high heels are crass sexual display. They make breasts look larger by overarching the back. They make buttocks look larger because heels hoist them. They make hips, buttocks sway more when walking. They are giant cod pieces for women. Just low rent lizard brain manipulation. Uh, so? Sexy as fuck. Shut the fuck up. Blacks fled black rule to live in South Africa. The black population in South Africa increased 800% under apartheid. Yeah, apartheid was so good, folks. That's what he's getting out here. The whites were there first. The blacks moved in afterwards, kind of like Europe. I tell the story sometimes, but uh, when I was a kid in Mississippi, I went to, for a brief time, I went to a private school called Carroll Academy in Carrollton, Mississippi. And they literally came to my school, these white people, when I was a kid, and they told us that apartheid was actually a good thing. And that if we ended apartheid, all the white women in South Africa was going to be raped by black people. And so we need to go home and tell our parents to immediately write our congressmen and uh, have them support apartheid, which if you don't know what apartheid is, that's basically where white people rule everything in black countries. 
So, full out racist, Steph, I'm your nuts. Don't have babies, no problem. Just be honest and admit that you are glad your parents had raised you. Okay, I'm glad they did. But you can't be bothered to pay it forward. Uh, yeah, like, I am too selfish for that. And if I'm too selfish to bring a baby in this world, why would I do that? And also, I don't want to think of my kids dying for something other than old age. And since we're not actually doing anything meaningful about global warming, that's a real possibility. So fuck everything about that. And fuck everything about you, Stefan Jonas. Let's see, what is this? Oh, yeah, we're going to talk Kanye a little bit. Let me read the chats first. What do we got to say about Stefan Jonas? Whites were in Africa first, I know, right? Uh, source needed? Gotta cite the source on that one for me, Stephen, you nuts. Pretty sure, like, blacks were the first people on Earth, weren't they? Definitely true. Uh, huge leap in assumption, got me guessing that. Uh, whites already got reparations, I know, right? We have a white supremacist power structure. Uh, a very small number of billionaires are black people. It's like, I don't know. 1%, something like even less than that. So, yeah. Already got ours. It's called uh, white privilege, dude. That is our reparations. We're not sending our best through that. He forgets how Europeans left Europe and traveled to the four corners of the globe colonizing. He don't want to think about that. They don't ever want to bring up colonizing. Because colonization did nothing but help the minorities. No, it didn't. It helped them in some ways, and it severely, barely hurt them in other ways. Let's check the super chats. Uh, no more super chats yet. Okay, cool. More super chats, please, if you want to. No pressure. So anyway, apparently Kanye has decided to quit doing regular music and will only make gospel music from now on. Which, uh, classic Kanye. And you know, I heard Kanye's putting out a new record. It's called Jesus is King. Except for those things he said about rich people not getting into heaven. Should be a beggar, though. Can't wait to see that shit. And immediately, obviously, he is monetizing Christianity because that's what Kanye does. It's all a graph, folks. He already has his t-shirts, his Jesus is King t-shirts. 25-25, look at these cool t-shirts. Kanye, Black Jesus is King. By yours today, he's going to make a pretty penny off you dumbass people who support this guy. It's all a con, folks. It's his next graph. Do you think he really gives a fuck about Jesus? Hell no. He sees a paycheck. He's rich and he's fucking greedy and he's going to bleed you guys for every penny you got and you're going to let him and you're going to fucking praise him as he does it and pretend like he's some kind of hero for grifting you. That's how this shit works. It's so sad to see it happening, but at the same time, eh, a fool of their money are soon parted. And it's definitely true. And uh, I guess we're going to shit on Tim Pool a little bit. Goddamn Tim Pool is so fucking cringe. I almost feel sorry for this guy at this point, but it's hard to feel sorry for him because he's such fucking shit heel. And uh, I guess I'll just fucking play you the video first and then we'll talk about how fucking cringy it is. Yes, I'll tell you why you're coming up empty on dates. Let's invert the perspective. You will find a lot of guys who are struggling who will like to go on a date with you. You provide security. You have a job. Then you can look at someone like me, and I can only speak from my, my perspective. I'm someone with economic security, and I'm looking for a mother and a wife, not a nurse practitioner. I respect the work you do. I appreciate your success. Congratulations. And I'm proud to see many people are, are fulfilling their dreams. I don't need a wife who has a job. I need a wife who's going to be at home and help take care of the social aspects of our lives. 
I'm not saying just be a mom, just be in the house. No, I'm saying like, literally I work all day. And then afterwards I'm sitting there like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to play video games or something. It would be great if there was someone who could take care of the kids, who could raise the family and say, here's the, here's the thing I want to do in the social aspect. I want you to be barefoot and pregnant. I can't handle women that have careers and shit. I can't be expected to change fucking diapers. And as Robin, whatever his name is, yes. This is truly the most cringe-inducing thing I've ever seen in my life, Tim Pool, talking about how ladies need to realize that economically attractive men like him only want a housewife and mothers, not career women. Yeah, it's economically attractive. Not enough money in the world. He want to have him some beanie babies. Get it? Because he never takes the beanie off because he's a shameless bald head. Hell yeah. And uh, Chris Yossity said, he's such a lefty, though. I know, Tim Pool, giant fucking lefty. My favorite part is how he keeps saying, I want a wife and a mother. I'm not saying she needs to stay at home. I'm just saying that personally. I don't want someone who has a career. Don't get me wrong. Careers are fine. I want a wife and a mother. I mean, okay, I guess if that's what you want, cool. But it just seems to me like you're just intimidated by strong women to me. That's just my opinion. But Good luck on that, Temple. Good luck on your love life. I'm sure you'll find a woman who is attracted to your money. And will spit out a couple kids for you over that. And uh love this. And my rays are always like, men live less long than women. They live shorter lives than women because the system is fucked up. The system hates men, and that's why we don't live as long. And meanwhile, men are like, hey, let me run around with these bulls. And yep, that's why you don't do that, dude. That's why you don't do that, you dummy. Stay away from bulls, you fucking idiots. Oh, yeah, one more time. Nice tackle by the bull. I'm on Team Bull. I don't know if you guys have picked favorites in this, but my favorite is the bull in this situation. And creepy as fuck, goddammit, Kitty Hoppins, who is a right-wing grifter shithead and just one of the cringiest people on earth. She's like, if Boris had squeezed my upper thigh 20 years ago, I still wouldn't have showered. Oh, God. Better to be grabbed by the pussy than have a pussy as prime minister. That's right, folks. If this hunky man, this amazing example of what an alpha male is, had grabbed me by the pussy 20 years ago, I would have never washed my pussy. I would just had stank pussy for the last 20 years, flies buzzing all around my pussy, fucking dropping eggs and shit in my pussy. I'd have maggots all up in my pussy crawling around. And every time I felt those maggots crawling my pussy, I would think to myself, damn, that's a reminder of how a real man grabbed my pussy 20 years ago. Definitely not creepy and disgusting at all. Planet Scark says, yeah, because we should totally be supporting sexual harassment. Yep. I'll never forget that time this alpha male sexually harassed me. It was the best day of my life, says this, oh, God. Ooh, I don't want to insult her looks or anything, so I'm just going to go to the next one. And, uh, Catalina sent me this one. Apparently this, uh, cute Asian girl on Twitch likes to wear costumes, like dressed up like Chung Lee and stuff. I guess that's from Street Fighter. I used to love me from Street Fighter when I was a kid. And apparently a bunch of right-wing douchebags like to go to her and um, fuck with her over it. Where? That's not what I want. I want to see the... Uh, I don't know what say. Okay. Anyway. I was going to show you the, uh, the the Twitter feed. And the comments were basically like, If you don't want to be harassed by right-wing chuds, don't dress like that. They're basically blaming her for the way she's, dressing, the way she's dressed and uh, defending the fact that they continuously harass her. And uh, mass flag her on Twitch to try to get her banned because they don't like the fact that she's dressed sexy. How is this not cancel culture, folks? But you'll never hear the chuds mention this. You'll never hear the anti-HJWs call out the other side for the same shit. It's only when the left does it 
Because like I said over and over again, it's a cudgel to attack the left with. And uh, imagine this is your life, folks. Imagine you're just riding along in your car, minding your own damn business. And then all of a sudden... Boom! Mushroom cloud! Holy shit! I know they must have thought, oh my god, nuclear war is happening. And so now they have to do the math in their head. They have to be like, hmm, I wonder if I can outrun nuclear radiation backwards in my car right now. So there I'm sure freaking out, having to work the math out real quick on this shit. That's horrifying. Apparently what happened was there was a, uh, some kind of boat or something. Tanker? I don't know what it was exactly, but it exploded. But damn it, oh, that looked like a fucking mushroom cloud. I'd be praying to Jesus if that happened. Definitely was shit in my drawers as I backed the fuck up as fast as I possibly could. That's not what you want. Next up. Steven Crowder got busted for being a lying dickhead. But it doesn't matter, folks. It doesn't matter that they lie. Like, he makes more money off one show than all making years. And that's depressing. And I'm going to bitch about it constantly. But that is depressing because they lie and their their friends don't care. So, want to see a blatant example of professional victim, conservative thinking victim for clicks? Here's conservative professional victim, a four-part picture story. So, this is a Stefan Milnuts. Uh, they're bitching because, I guess, YouTube said they're going to make it where some of the conservative channels don't show up as much in the recommended feed. And so, they're immediately lying to their fan base to make money off of them. Another channel, Team YouTube, has blacklisted from first page of video results at Lauren Chan. Check for yourself. And then he gives a link. Go click on that link. But it turns out, hmm, this isn't just a link directly to a search of Lauren Chan. This is some kind of filtered link that he put up there where he went in and he clicked off the video section, which is why they didn't show up. So he basically is lying. When you take that off, her videos show up just fine first. So they're lying. They're basically lying to their fan base to play the victim. While at the same time calling the left victims and snowflakes is exactly what they do, folks. They project onto the left and they lie. And they're making millions of dollars doing this. And it doesn't matter. Because like I said before, their side doesn't play by the same rules. Their side does not care that they lie to them. I've showed you before where Paul Joseph Watson will outright lie about something. He'll get called out for it. And he'll be like, yeah, I lied. But it doesn't even matter that I lied because it was so funny. Look how many people it triggered. Look how I triggered the left by lying. So it's actually good. And his fan base are like, yeah, lie to us some more, Paul Joseph Watson. You're amazing. Look how petty we are. Look how many people we offended by your lies. This is awesome. So it's just, it's depressing to think about. But all you can do is call it out, right? Keep plugging forward and calling it out. Let me take a break. Check on the chats. What you guys got to say? A man going their own way is truth. I mean, it's okay. I understand why some people want to go their own way. I don't think you need to be in a relationship to be happy. Definitely. But I'm definitely not into the men's rights shit. Bring on the nukes, please. I don't want to die, so let's call that plan Z. He is a professional liar. Yes. Yes, he is a professional liar. Steven Crowder is an awful, awful shitty human being. Crowder is a douche. Prove me wrong. I can't. You are absolutely correct. Civil war has started. Please, no. I do not want to be involved in any kind of civil war. I do not want to kill my brother. Even though my brother and I don't get along very well, I do not want to kill him. I, damn, that's hot. Yeah, that girl is hot. Good looking girl, that's for sure. Let me read the super chats. Super chats, lifeblood of the show. Yeah. How can we unite the left? Are you concerned at all that the left is too divided? I don't know, man. 
the left, like I said, plays by a different set of rules. Trump can lie and brag about sexually assaulting people and you know be the biggest shithead in the world. And then like somebody like uh, Al Franken is just in a picture where he is obviously joking, pretending like he might grab a girl's breast and he's gone. So it's a different set of rules for the left and the right. And so it's just hard to win when we have different sets of morals and they don't play by the same standards. I don't know how to fix it. Uh, all I can do is call it out and hope people wake up to it, but it doesn't seem like it's happening. Like the numbers in the show are not growing. Like I'm getting 25% of the super chats I used to get. It's, it's, it's frustrating to see the success the right has by lying and to try to tell the truth and not have the same, even a fraction of the same success. So you're asking the wrong person. I just, all I know is I'm just going to continue to do what I do and try to call it out. And I, I suggest everybody do the same thing. Just, you know, try to be honest. And hopefully, in the end, honesty will win out. But it hasn't worked out so far, so I may be naive. And the Shadow B, $2. Say hello from Caleb Hunter's mom. What's up, Caleb Hunter's mom? Or to Caleb Hunter's mom. Okay, what's up, Caleb Hunter's mom? How you doing tonight? I don't know if you're watching me, but if you are, thank you. I love you. And Matt Wolf, give me $10. Thank you, Matt Wolf. Very kind. All right. That's all the super chats I have for now. Let me reload. Make sure it's actually loading. Yep. All right. Cool, cool, cool. The next up. Man, I don't understand these fucking people. Like, maybe I'm of a ge- different generation and whatnot, but did you guys behave this way around women when you're talking to them, where you're like hugging them and stuff and patting on them and got your arms around them? Like, I don't even talk to my mom this way. I'll hug my mom, and then afterwards I let go of her and I step back and I talk to her and look her in the eye like a normal fucking human being. What is wrong with these weird, grabby weirdos? I mean, and of course Hillary Clinton went public. And was basically like, all of you who have a problem with how handsy Joe Biden is, just get over it. No, fuck you, Hillary. This is weird as shit, dude. Handsy Joe need to keep his hands to himself. You know, maybe you like that, but a lot of women don't like to be groped on and grabbed on and kissed on and shit by strange dudes. So you need to get over fucking Hillary. Now, I wish you were president instead of Trump, but not really. It should be somebody else. And this is kind of funny. This is like I was talking about how the right has a, a different set of rules they follow. They just lie. They don't give a fuck, and they get rewarded for it. And uh, here's Alex. Alex Tan. Alex Taint. Alex Taint Brown. When someone recognized you as a conservative on Night Out, that's right, I got beat up because the evil lefties, they were probably in Typha. They beat the shit out of me because they recognized me because I'm so popular on Twitter, I guess. As a conservative, they beat the shit out of me, except that's not what happened. We found him slumped on the floor, totally passed out. He'd soiled himself and was evidently in the process of trying to sort it out when he collapsed. It was quite a mess. The cut on his nose was from the coat hook on the back of the toilet door. We have approached Alex Brown several times for his version of events, but so far received no reply. A representative for Sheriff for Sheffield Hallam University has confirmed that they will be looking very, very closely at these accusations and will make a grave example of any student found to be spreading fake news. Kick this motherfucker out. Just trying to get those fucking right-wing bucks. Trying to play the snowflake victim. You guys do this over and over again. It's so depressing how well this works. And uh, Mark Hamill shitting on the Trump family, and it's fucking glorious. The Trump family is like, the force is strong in my family. And look at these motherfuckers. They could address their kid like the heroes of the show, like Ray or Luke Skywalker or whatever that other tall weird dude is who's turning good now. can't remember what his name is, but he was on Girls. Um, Adam something or another. Could have dressed him like anything. Even like Han Solo would have been cool. Maybe, you know. Obi-Wan Kenobi, any of them. But no, of course the Trumps dress their kids like the Stormtrooper. 
because I'm guessing they don't realize the stormtroopers were the bad guys. Spoiler alert, and of course Mark Hamill, he wrote to us all, says, uh, you misspelled fraud, and that's right, the fraud is strong in this family. You get a mark on 585,000 likes. Holy shit. You go, boy. Love me some Mark Hamill. He was great as the Joker in the Batman cartoons, if you've never seen that. And Good lord. Fucking Dave Rubin has been a comedian for over 20 years, and yet this is still how unfunny he is after 20 years of experience. You know, the thing is, if you go to a uh, progressive conference and you ask them to make some noise, there's like one guy like, can you, can someone else clap for me? Is that possible? Uh, uh, that one took a second for you. Okay. Yeah, yeah apparently it's the same at whatever conference you're at, motherfucker, because if you're not funny, people don't clap for you. Even at conservative conferences, because you ain't funny. You're a douche. Good Lord. No talent whatsoever. Just a fucking bobblehead that nods his way and... I'm right with this woman. This woman has her kid. And when you see danger coming, just run. Don't fucking look back. Don't think twice. Just run your ass. Here she comes. And then run. Yeah, run. Yeah. They gonna kill you. And that was close. I'm glad you're okay. But that was fucking close. That's some scary ass shit. She's just sitting there in a car. And she looks up. And she's like, holy shit. Death is coming for me. Yeah, that's like some Final Destination shit right there. I'm glad she's okay. Good looking out, lady. And, uh. In a way, I feel sorry for this dude. In a way, I don't. This is an amazing title for this. This is probably the most divorced anyone has ever been. <laughs> I had the entire bed, but they always insist on cuddling. Oh, my God, dude. It's so sad for you. I mean, at least rent a hooker or something. You know, you could probably get two hookers for the price of this gun, dude. You'd be much less miserable and think this in any way makes you look cool instead of sad and pathetic. Just conservatives, man. They just, they're depressing as fuck, aren't they? And, uh, here's one from Ad Infinite. And, like, I don't know what's happening. Like, I, okay, like, I hate to make fun of people's looks. I hate to body shame people, even though I do it constantly. And I always say I hate to do it, and I still do it. But still, folks, what is happening here? Like, first off, she got a uh, Make America Great Again hat. And her shirt says, I was going to be a liberal for Halloween. But my head wouldn't fit up my butt. And, like, is she already wearing her costume? Is this some kind of weird costume that is, is that a mask or is she just has so many plastic surgeries, her face is pulled so tight. I mean, I think I see her belly button on her neck right here. They pulled her skin so far back and stapled it behind her head like this is terrifying. But maybe, I don't know, maybe she's like in costume and she's making fun of conservatives in this. Or maybe she's in costume and she's making, I, I don't know, folks. that's fucking terrifying. Like, what is this? What is happening? Why are your eyes so small? Why is your skin so tight? I don't know. Your mouth is big like the Joker. Look like a Mr. Potato Head. All bad. All bad. And, uh, speaking of right-wing grifters, can't have a show without shitting on Andy. No go. Fucking lying asshole. And he's like, an okay hand gesture is now on par with a Nazi salute. He's making it pretend. He's pretending like this is something that the, uh, the ADL has said. But the ADO did not say this, as uh, Rational Disconnect points out. Andy is quoting the New York Post article, right-wing rag, New York Post, not the ADL. If he manages to make it to the primary source, he would have seen that his narrative is destroyed in the first fucking sentence of the ADL article. Note, for reasons explained below, particular caution must be used when evaluating this symbol. As a result, someone who uses the symbol cannot be assumed to be using the symbol in either a trolling or especially white supremacist context 
unless other contextual evidence exists. Exactly what they said about the Pepe thing. Pepe is normally not used to spread white supremacy, but every once in a while, white supremacists have picked up on the symbol and used it for right-wing propaganda. That's what they said about the LK symbol. And it's true. We have fucking pictures of uh, Richard Spencer, the leader of the alt-right, doing it. We have pictures of some of the terrorists in the mosque shootings doing it in their court cases. Obviously, it has been co-opted by some white supremacists. Mostly, no. Mostly, it's either people trolling or people doing it. Just, it's okay. But sometimes, every once in a while, it is used as a dog whistle for white supremacists. 100% true, but they lie. This is what people like Andy Nogo do. They're liars. They're propagandists. And they make tons and tons of money by lying to people because their audience does not give a fuck. All they want them to do is to show the left. And as long as they do that, bucks, you make all the bucks. Take all my money. And oh my God, dude. This is all of my fucking no. Every bit of my no that I have in my body, no. No, Beto. No. Like, oh, cringe. Cringe. Cringing so hard, my bones are breaking, my ribs are shattering. God damn it. Here's some skateboarding. Loud. Sorry. Skateboarding across the stage. Hey, you're trailing in the pose, Beto. What are you going to do now? Hey, why don't I skateboard across the stage? That'll show that I'm the cool candidate. I'm not like those other old fuddy-duddies. I can skateboard. God damn it. Just vote for Bernie. This motherfucker, dude. Just drop out already. That's just embarrassing as shit. And uh, I guess we're going to talk about Bill Maher a little bit. Bill Maher came out against white liberals and white guilt. Because Bill Maher is still pretending he's some kind of fucking liberal when he's not. This is the same guy who told Milo that he was the new Christopher Hitchens. This is a guy who had Jordan Peterson on and didn't challenge Jordan Peterson about any of his lies about Bill C-16 or any of the other bullshit he spread and basically just said, everything you say is common sense. So I wish this motherfucker would stop pretending he is a liberal, but other right-wing shitheads love, they, they love Bill Maher. Bill Maher slams white guilt, self-loathing white liberals. Daily Caller, Bill Maher mocks tedious virtue signaling anti-white liberals. Their weird self-loathing is not helping anyone. And here's even Sargon. Sargon loves him some Bill Maher. I still really like Bill Maher. Hmm, I wonder why. Chud recognizes Chud. Here's Tim Pool. This segment from Bill Maher sounds very much like the intellectual dark web. He has been going after the left more and more and pushing back harder. How long did they disavow? Uh, like five years ago? We've been disavowing Bill Maher forever, dude. Wake the fuck up. Catch up, dude. So I'm going to play a very short clip of his uh, comedy segment he did on his show where he whines about white liberals. And then I'm going to uh, explain why he's a fucking moron. Volume. Go. And finally, new rule. White liberals have to start listening to me when I tell them, you can't be more offended than the victim. (laughs) Already wrong bullshit. See, unlike whiny piss babies like you who continuously play the victim and act like, you're not allowed to say anything anymore because of cancel culture. I can't even make jokes. White liberals like myself realize that I'm not the victim in any way whatsoever. And and the real victims of society are people that we should support. Um, And we should use our power in this white supremacist hierarchy that has been created in this country to try to dismantle the white power structure. And that's what heroes do. Instead of playing the victims themselves, they actually try to look out for the underclasses who are actually demonized and vulnerable. Unlike you. Piss baby. Continue. It happened again last week when presidential contender Andrew Yang faced criticism because he said that SNL should not have fired comedian Shane Gillis over racist comments Gillis made about Asians. 
That's when the internet did what it does best and deemed Yang a racist for <laughs> the internet. Certain uh, few people on Twitter is the entire internet, the entire left now. I love how they all lump you together, right? Uh, this is this is the version of their propaganda to attack the left for not being offended. Because if he wasn't offended, well, someone had to be. But you should be offended. If you listen to what the guy had to say, the guy was being incredibly... It wasn't a joke. He wasn't even telling jokes. He was basically calling uh, Asian people chinks and ching-chongs and explaining how annoyed he is that they're trying to learn English. It, it was not even funny. It wasn't even trying to be funny. He was just being flat-out racist, and that should offend you. If you have any kind of moral standard whatsoever, it's, it's right to be offended by that kind of stupid bullshit, Bill Maher. <laughs> there was a study done last year where people were asked to rate their feelings about various races, and white liberals were the only group that has a bias against themselves. <laughs> they want to hang out only with people who are not them. Yeah. Horrible, right? That white liberals understand the hundreds of years of oppression of black people, not just with slavery, but also uh, Jim Crow laws, redlining, the fact that they were left out of things like uh, the Homestead Act and the GI Bill and all these things happened over and over and over again, generation after generation that can cause incredible deficits to minorities that we're now trying to make up for and make the system more equal. Oh my God, we're so horrible about that, right? It's white guilt, but it's not white guilt, dude. I don't have any fucking guilt for being white. I was born white. I had nothing to do with it. But what I do have is an understanding of the system I live under and trying to make the system more fair and equal to everybody. And I recognize my white privilege, and I want the same privilege for everybody. That doesn't make me fucking whiny, okay? That's what heroes are supposed to do. Heroes are not supposed to look at themselves as a victim. They're supposed to protect the vulnerable classes of our society. Unlike you, you dumbass chud motherfucker. So anyway, that's why all the chuds are loving Bill Maher today, because he's saying all the same exact fucking shit they always say, because he's a chud just like they are. And uh, I don't know if you guys saw this or not. Got five minutes left in the show. But apparently new high-res footage of Justin Trudeau and blackface came out, and look at this motherfucker. Not only did he fucking paint his face black, got himself a black wig on, he painted his arms black, he painted his legs black, and apparently... He decided to stuff his pants to make it look like he got a big old black dick. And you know, I'm almost not even mad at him. I'm impressed by the level of detail he puts into his racism. And here's the thing. Like, uh, it's not like he is dressed like a black lawyer, like a black judge or anything. He's dressed like a black guy with hose torn in his pants, like a black bum. Like, what in the fuck is wrong with you, Justin Trudeau? I know he apologized for this and whatnot, and I thought his apology was good, but also at the same time, I understand that it is not my place to have a real strong opinion on this because it doesn't affect me at all. The demonization of black people that has been caused by hundreds of years of blackface has no effect on my life whatsoever as a straight white man, so it's more up to me to listen. But holy shit, dude, this is cringe as fuck, man. Even f I bet he fucking painted his real dick black. I bet he like spread his ass cheeks and he and he like made his little pucker butthole black. Man, that's above and beyond the Call of Duty, there, ain't it, Justin Trudeau? Good fucking lord! I guess we'll do a little palate cleanser here. Gonna end the show on a nice note. Apparently, this happened in uh, Memphis, Tennessee.
which I, I lived in Memphis, Tennessee for a couple years. It's pretty cool. Gay high school senior in Tennessee crowned homecoming royalty in gold dress. And man, it's so good to know that still, despite all the fighting that gay people have to do to just have equal rights and not be shit on and not be killed in this world um, and demonized, even in places like Memphis, Tennessee, changes are happening. So while it's easy to get depressed, there are also good things that are happening that we can be... Uh, heartened by and uh this photo of brandon allen 17 receiving his crown in a gold off the shoulder sequel gown has been shared thousands of times on social media a gay high school senior in tennessee was crowned to his school's homecoming court friday night while he while wearing a dress which was met with widespread support from school officials and fellow students i'm really happy to see this man it's about time way to go memphis White Station High School in Memphis, Tennessee posted a photo Friday congratulating Brandy Allen 17 on his victory. The image, which has been liked and shared thousands of times on Facebook and Twitter, showed Allen covering his mouth in shock and wearing a gold sequin off-the-shoulder gown, uh, diamante, tiara, and holding a floral bouquet, awarded to members of the royal court, a gender-neutral title that the school introduced this year in place of the traditional homecoming king and queen titles. And no doubt the chuds are going to be all fucking mad about this. Oh my god, they changed the language to be more inclusive. The gays are taking Yep, they sure are. Better get fucking used to it, chuddies. And, uh, this is cute as fuck. They're so much like humans, aren't they? They're basically training these uh, orangutans who they're going to let out in the wild to be scared of snakes. And, uh, yep, have that natural fear of snakes and like, oh shit, and they're all hugging each other. Oh, oh, protect me, protect me. Just so much like humans, aren't they? They find safety in numbers and cuddling together. They're just cute as fuck. Love me some animals. We're going to finish it up with this one. This uh, brought a tear to my eye the first time I saw it, but apparently a uh, a school, an elementary school, gave a surprise party to their custodian, and he walks in, and they're like, surprise, and he starts crying. He's all emotional and shit. This is real sweet as fuck, so let's watch it. I don't, know, I don't think there's any sound to it, but you don't need any sound. You tell what's going on. So they're all waiting for him to come in, and they're like, play. I said, not playing. Goddamn, play. Play. Okay. Is this not going to fucking play? God damn it. Come on, play, motherfucker. Hello? There we go. So he comes in. Why is it bad again? Why is the quality bad? Good lord. It was good before. Now that I'm on a fucking live show, it's going to be bad. God damn it. Fuck you, internet. Anyway, there's like surprise. And he comes in. You can't see it real well because it's all fucking blurry and shit. God damn it. There we go. And he just basically breaks down immediately and he starts crying because he's so touched. Because, you know, they appreciate it. He goes and cleans up them after day, and he probably thinks, no one appreciates this. No one recognizes what I'm doing here, and he realizes they do. You know, they actually do appreciate me and, and what I'm doing, and just really meant a lot to him, and it meant a lot to me to see that. So, I'm going to turn this off where I start crying. And that's pretty much all the material I have, folks. Let's see what the fucking chat has to say about this. Cry out in tears. It's okay for men to cry, but it's not really great for me to do that on the show because i got to keep it professional. But it's not because I'm afraid to be a man that cries because I cry sometimes. This heart woman, that is awesome. Yeah, it is. I really like to see that. Um, poor little ones. Yep, they're cute as shit. Nice. Let's bring up what you did during your high school years. Um, let me think of what I did in my high school years. That was cringy. I remember one time uh, we were having a sit-up contest, right? Um, I guess I was in ninth grade. We were having a fucking sit-up contest and whatnot. And just before the sit-up contest, my pants had split for some reason. So I had these old, really tight pair of sweatpants in a bag. And so I put them on, basically. And so then I was trying to do this sit-up contest to win. 
and uh, everybody was around me. And like, I didn't have a boner or anything. It was just my pants were super tight. And I'm like, I'm like short and my penis is like seven inches, but it's thick. And so I guess it was real tight on my crotch and it looked like I had a big dick or a boner or something. And so everybody started laughing and pointing at my junk as I was doing these sit-ups. Like the whole football team was around me watching and the coach was there and I was doing it. And the coach was like, holy shit, look at that pecker. And everybody started laughing their ass off at me. And then I lost the contest because I was laughing so hard I couldn't do my sit-ups anymore. So I totally would have won that too because I could do some hella sit-ups when I was little. So anyway, uh, that's my high school story. Let's read the Super Chats and finish up the show. Super Chats. That's pretty amazing, considering that I was called Ben Gay when I was going to school in Tennessee. Yeah, Ben Davis, we've come a long way. You know, we're fighting the good fight, and things are changing slowly but surely, and it's really good to see. Uh, The shot will be $5. This is not for you. It's for the kitties, not for the dogs. It's just the kitties. All right, I'll make sure to funnel your money directly to the kitties. I will buy kitty litter with it. Thank you for that. Uh, Nicholas, say $2. Burn 2020. Yep. Uh, For burning 2020. My friend, uh, Christy. Dr. Christie, she ain't, she hates Bernie for some reason. I don't know why she hates Bernie so much, but uh, I guess she has a right to her opinion. Uh, Crystal Hensley, $5. How can I already answer that? All right, that's all of those. Damn primates. Dusty junk story. Amazing. Yep. I'm sure I did some fucking cringy shit when I was, like, when I was a real little kid, I was racist as fuck. But, like, it's just because everybody was racist and that was the way you were supposed to be. That was just normal. Um, growing up in Mississippi, you hang out with your white friends and you're racist. You say the N-word every five minutes because it's hilarious and you fart in front of your friends and, you know. But it's cringy as fuck, obviously, to think back on. I'm not like that anymore. I don't even associate myself with that person anymore. So everybody has the right to make mistakes and, you know, get redemption and whatnot. All right. Big picker. Yep. Show us kitty, please. Uh, I don't know. Anybody in there who can bring me a cat? I don't know if she's awake in there still or not. If she's in there and she'll bring me a cat, then I will uh, wait for just a second to see if she comes in here. Let me check out the Facebook chat before I leave. Uh, he's hit with the young ones. I know. You must be talking about Beto skateboarding across. Move along. All right. Uh, Bernie 2020. Yep, I'm for that. It's the South. Good to know. It'll go to the kitties. All right. I think she must be asleep in there because she don't seem to be watching the show. So no kitties tonight. But I will try to show you one on the next show. I will be back Friday. 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. God damn it. We're going to put on another fucking good show for you guys then. Hopefully, oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. About to get my face scratched off. Yeah, we are. Here's Mr. Comet. Mr. Comet, so pretty. Look how pretty this goddamn cat is. Oh, my God. Please don't scratch my face like you did last time. He's the prettiest boy. Let's show everybody how pretty you are, Mr. Comet. Mr. Comet, let's show. Don't scratch me. Look how pretty that face is. He ain't happy. He is not happy, but he, okay, all right, yeah, thank you, Mr. Comet. Thank you for being my little star for five seconds. Definitely not into it. Anyway, that's where the money goes, folks, or not all, but a lot of it goes there, so if you want to support the show, we could really use your support, guys. I'm trying to keep doing this as long as I can. I think I put on a good show. If you think I put on a good show and you want to see me continue to do this, please consider supporting me on Patreon, patreon.com, punch last podcast, and also in the description of the video, there are tons of ways you can support the show if you want to. He is not Shut the happy, fuck up, he, Dusty. Okay, all right. Shut up. God damn you. Alright. That's it, folks. I will be back Friday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. I love the fuck out of you guys. Really appreciate the support. Thank you for hanging out, man, your Monday night. See you guys soon. And as always, love you, dudes. Logic. Fuck yes. Trends rights. Night, dudes.